1: All right. Well, here we are on a Friday following the big preseason game with the New England yeah. Patriots. So what do you guys I, I
2: don't, I don't think this qualifies Aton and Barrett as a football Friday because that was not football on our end last night. And I don't know what that was. That was well, not-
3: we heard what they said. They said that they played in two games the day before. Yeah, which which made put them it will, you know, would put them in a position where. They really didn't play, need to play the starters. And then yeah. we got guys getting sick, going to the mm-hmm. hospital. And, you know, we didn't know. I, I was like, man, it just started out all bad. It started yeah. out all wrong. Well, I mean, I was on the on the front porch enjoying a cigar.
2: And I went inside right around 730, turned on the television. And so I had missed, you know, any of this pregame stuff with Jalen Hurts being out in the field, bouncing around and throwing passes. And then next thing you know, he disappears and there's Joe Flacco. I'm like, what the heck just happened? Like, what happened right. to, to Hurts? Exactly. So then I had to, of course, then I had to go on Twitter uh, and found out that he had some stomach bug, and I'm, and they're saying it wasn't
3: COVID-related. And I'm like, that's bizarre. Like, he went to the hospital? Yeah, I didn't even know that. I mean, and, and that's what made things kind of crazy because the players didn't even know. Guys that were playing supposed to start didn't even get a chance to play. Right. Yeah, he got the day off, too.
2: I know. It was, it was bizarre. I was, was like, Yeah. yeah and the, you know what i saw somebody tweet this i think it was glenn Mac. now to the to the extent of you know what the eagles can do whatever they want with their preseason but you shouldn't charge fans to go down there and watch that
3: garbage that like, was Travis.
2: imagine that you know you get, you're, you're going to see him play the pages you think you're going to see jalen hurts you think you're going to see a couple of the starters for a quarter and you get that
3: as a, what is it uh what is it um um game management or whatever they call them man um Load management. Load, load management load management. management. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. load management in the right. beginning of the season. Right. That's I mean, utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And look, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at my TV, I just flash up post-game live. They re-air post game live. No. Yeah.
1: We so should just, we should just put that on A time. <laughs> we should just run <laughs> Barrett's post-game live from last night. <laughs> Did you guys do a full post-game live show or what?
3: Yeah, we, we went for an hour. Went for yeah. an hour, and which is crazy. But yeah, you know, I'm 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 getting uh I'm getting uh you know texts from you guys, you know, like what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well Are we watched this, I'm out on this.
2: He said uh <laughs> Barrett said that Seth Joyner was watching YouTube for the entire second half. He wasn't even watching the game.
3: <laughs> he said, B, did you see that? I said, Yeah, I did see it. Well I bet you he said, I bet you won't see any I'm watching YouTube.
1: <laughs> Terrible, man.
3: I mean, the starting kicker. There wasn't even a competition for kicking. Yeah, that's the problem right there. That's, that's that was my problem in the first place. But then he's not kicking on today. I'm like, what is going on?
2: Yeah, well, that New kick. England kicker stinks. I'm surprised. I would be wouldn't be surprised if he I got mean, cut, cut today. A job,
3: yeah, he was I terrible. I don't think he made it on the plane back. No, I know. he to- might be on Greyhound. You know what I mean? He'd be on the house. List, That'd isn't? be staying at Jake Elliott's house. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's
1: it, oh, man. man. But
2: that it's funny because it didn't take long. Nate Herbig, you know, snaps the ball over a six foot six inch quarterback's head and outreach, right.
3: outstretched arms. That was sort of a microcosm for the entire game. It started like that and went straight downhill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like my show yesterday where I just wasn't prepared with my battery and all of a sudden bam, the thing goes out. So I'm prepared this time, but the plug still doesn't work. I mean, uh the, the it doesn't work. I already ordered it on Amazon. It's supposed to be in here, it's not here yet. So I do have a I have a computer sitting here on the wane, right? Uh right on the waiting, you know. So if, if it does go down too far for the mm-hmm. show. I'll log on and it'll be two pictures of me at first, and then I'll log off this one and go on the other one. You know, so right. I'm, I'm ready this time. So, you have
2: a backup plan. Yeah, I, I got, got my go game bad. face
3: on, man. I got yeah. my game face, and I'm charge, charging the other one right now. So, I'm good. I mean, I, I had a place in plan where I ordered the cord. It was supposed to be here in the morning. It actually was supposed mm-hmm. to be there last night because I ordered when we was on the show. It's supposed to be one of those, you know, um, same day deals. It didn't get here. So, I'm thinking it was going to be in the morning. It's not here. So, that's right. how I'll fix it. I got my other computer in the waiting, ready to rock and roll. All
2: right. Well, we got Mark McMillan coming on in the second hour. Yeah, that's good. Talk some football, and he's got a lot to promote. He's early though, right? Twelve ten. But I mean, he he might stay the whole rest of the show. Who knows? Right. And then uh, we got got a lot to promote. In
3: fact, Barrett's doing uh, doing the
2: camp with him. Yep.
3: That's on third. That's next Thursday. Right. And he's got a, you know, not the golf uh, thing though. When is that?
2: No, no. I don't know if the golf thing is happening. He's doing something with Boston Scott out at their facility with his barbecue and bourbon stuff. So he'll promote that too. And tell us everything that's going on, but right. And I know we have days and girl. Okay. He reached out and
3: he's coming on. He's coming on at 1130. Okay. Okay. We got days and girl at 1130 and he, him texting him last night. He said, this is embarrassing. It is. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, and you know, he he never really talks ill about anything. He's like, all right, you know, I kind of expect this. But this time he said, I was I was definitely embarrassed. He said, um, Matt, we're talking about Matt Pryor. Matt Pryor started this game. He played every single snap. And uh he just looks disinterested being out there. Yeah. He has, you know, if, if he ever just got one ounce of of all right, I'm gonna fight you every single play, he'd be good, man. Hmm. Yeah, good. Just like on the, on the on the um on on the one interception or the one sack, he did a great job. He blocked the guy. He trapped him. He trapped his arms down. Made the guy fall on the ground. Instead of jumping on him, he let him get back up, and he just stopped blocking. And then he was able. And then you know the quarterback held the lo- ball longer than he's supposed to. Ends up being a sack.
4: Hmm.
3: You know, and it's just like yeah, if he had was... just finished the play, he'd look like he was all world because he got the guy on the ground. He trapped him. Got the guy on the ground. If he'd have just went in and just finished the play, it'd have been a great block. He'd have had two pluses on the play because he got a guy on the ground, and he finished the play. But instead, he, he gets a minus on the play because this guy ends up getting the sack.
2: Well, I tell you who got a plus was Landon Dickerson for what he was wearing coming into the building last night.
1: Did he that play last night, no, that was amazing. No, he's he's still on. Um, he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, I got no. I got nothing for a guy who's not out there. That's Dehani Jones playing a guitar bro get out there and play
3: first you gotta
1: you gotta you gotta see the outfit though it was great it It was great he looked like a a hacksaw jim duggan he did (laughs) he did (laughs) minus (laughs) the two by four that's all you need get out there and play man because you know that the the reality is like if jalen hurts or anybody else came out looking stupid like that and (laughs) he would be stupid he would be crushed
3: and this is fine
1: lennon though man he's fine football game first please Can you play a football game before you try and steal the show?
3: (laughs) Seriously, bro. Say what you want to say, man. He gave the big men in this world hope. Exactly. Give give your body, give the people what they want. Body just horrible. You know what I'm saying? But hey, man, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, you got to give the big guys a a, a thumbs up with that. You know, he doesn't care about anything else. Right. Let me do what I'm going to do. I'm going to be who I'm going to (laughs) be. Period. You know? well cowboy one, boots
2: yeah cowboy boots and overalls overall that's with what no call. shirt underneath and <laughs> i don't know if he even had underwear on who knows <laughs> i don't really want to know but i'm right, just saying right. it, it looked like you know maybe he was you know maybe he just got out of bed threw on the overalls buckled them up threw on the cowboy boots and went to the building he didn't even bother with underwear right Right. yeah <laughs> You offensive linemen are a different breed, man. I'll tell you what,
3: <laughs> bro. I was never <laughs> like that one, you know. But he reminds me a lot of Steve Everett. Oh yeah, ever was that same guy. Everett mm-hmm. would come to, he would come to work in flip flops and those Zubi pants, Zubi, Zubas, Zubas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zubas
1: with no shirt on. No, that's it. <laughs> that's what he came to workouts though. in. <laughs> all right, I gotta, uh, I gotta run out for a minute, so I'll be back in like ten minutes. So, all right. Just hang tight. We're still live here. Uh, Ron's going to be up and down. So we'll, we'll have everything set here. All
2: right. Okay. But you know, well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like Everett. You, you think he is? You think he's like Everett in a I lot of ways? like
3: Everett, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he chews snuff. You know, I, I'll tell you about Everett, man. He'd yeah. be sitting there. We're in the meetings and we had a carpet floor and he'd be chewing dip mm-hmm. and spit it if he didn't have a cup or, or, or a you know, water bottle. No, he would spit on the ground and use his, the sole of his feet to rub it into oh. the um rub it into the, the carpet. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Where did he grow
2: up? A barn? <laughs> right.
3: Seriously, <laughs> that's
2: disgusting.
3: I think it was a Michigan guy too. Didn't he go yeah, to Michigan? He, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. A Michigan guy too, man. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I wow. just you know he's down in the keys right now. He owns a restaurant. Um, oh really. I would love to go eat
2: there. This guy's spitting <laughs> dip into the carpet. And now he wants people to come and pay fo- pay to eat his food. I'm sure that's a real clean
3: uh, kitchen. Uh, I think it's more so drinking there. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Cuz you know alcohol, you know, kills all those type of germs anyways, you know, you yeah. I mean? have to worry about it. But yeah, man, he, he he looked he looked like the classic the classic O lineman, man. Wow. Like I never played those those O lineman games. Like it, it started like when I was in college. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And there was the 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 nastiest guys in the world, man, to play with me on the offensive line. And I was never that guy like, look, guys, we're good. I know I'm a freshman. But, hey, if you play these games with me, I'm telling you, I mm-hmm. won't be a freshman when I'm going home because I'm going to beat one of you up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to knock one of you out, bro. So so they just left me alone. But, like, they'd be in the showers. And I look over, and one of them would be urinating on the other one's leg yeah. while he's got soap in, this, uh, soap in his hair. And I'm looking at him and and dude starts laughing oh you got me no it's not you got yeah. me I mean it's, I never got
2: all that that me, locker room hijink stuff no, you know, no. it, it, to, to me there was a lot of weirdness going on like exactly. with all that kind of like dude what are you doing seriously
3: bro my boy man we came at the same time Jim Hmeluski we came at the same time um at K State yeah at K State we yeah. came at the same time well one of the guys had a blister and they mm-hmm. cut the blister off his foot, and okay. uh, the guy they cut the blister off said, "Man, hey, Jim, I'll give you fifty bucks if you eat this." Jim put it in his mouth and started chewing it. He eventually the, spit it out.
2: Wait, the 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 skin of the blister
3: off the bottom of his damn foot. Oh, see, that's what I mean. Fifty bucks, like, he did
2: it for fifty bucks. He really needs fifty dollars. You could
3: pay me a million dollars. To eat something off a man's foot, dog. Well, a million.
2: I don't know. A million. Yeah, he no, might have no. something there. Hell really?
3: no. Hell to the no, man. That is on the body's dude. And we was at practice. Right. We just practice. And it wasn't washed off or anything. So it still had pus on one side. Oh. you know, there was pus on one side oh. where it was uh um, you know, where it was, you know, inside the blister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. on the outside, he'd been running around. We like had just practiced. Oh yeah. man, yeah. come on. Man, oh, I just yeah. wouldn't be having it, man. So, that I was a lineman, they do stuff like that. I yeah. just never partake in those type of things.
2: Well, the stream SD on the stream points out that Mertidis is a locker room hijinks guy. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> right, he's disgusting. <laughs> and he, yes, he was, he's all into that, that kind of stuff, that the, the that nonsense being in the room. Oh, but
3: you see, know? What I'm saying. I, I, man, I wasn't even uh, I wasn't I on the comments, I had to switch to the comments. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was bad, bro. It was yeah. bad. Martinez would be that guy. He mm-hmm. would definitely be that guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Look, like like
2: reveling in how bad you smell and being right. proud of it. Like you know, right, that right. kind of stuff.
3: You know, when you sitting in a meeting, bro, and you see one of them, you know, just raise up like this. Yeah. Right. And then sure. it just turned putrid inside the room. And it was, it'd be, oh, come on. I mean, come Thanks. on, guys. Thanks a lot. Respect, have some respect you know? right. for respect not only the, room, the rest man. of the room, but yourself. Right. I mean, Jeez. just. Don't lift your leg up, man. Come on, dog. It was oh, it was horrible, man. They'd be out, we'd be practicing, and yeah. instead of going to use the bathroom, they just, you know, urinate right on themselves right there. Yeah. Like, dude, go to the bathroom, yeah. man. Go to the bathroom. Now Jackson
2: Avian says, I hate to do it to you, but I'd eat that blister for with hot sauce for a cool million dollars.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you put some a lot of Tabasco on there. Maybe you know you don't taste it. And that would kind of maybe burn out the pus. Part of it. uh, Yeah, Yeah, but a million dollars, dude. Come on, man. (laughs) Carlos Deuce says that buys a lot of mouthwash. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but in all seriousness, I know we got Dave Zangaro coming up at 1140. You've got Mark McMillan in the second hour. Was there anything like what was your commentary on the post game when they came to you last night, Barrett? What was the question, the first question that you had to answer, and how'd you answer it?
3: Uh, basically, I was basically like, you know, if you look at it, this team has probably the worst backups, you know, you know, that you can look at, you know, it's not a deep team. It's not a deep team. The starters are pretty damn good, Mm -hmm. but it's just not a deep team. Once you get past the starters or the first two. Yeah. It'd be hard pressed to find guys and come in and step in and play when they say next man up. I can't see it. But I mean, I, 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 you know, of course I'm half glass half full, right? I was simply like, you know, two guys really showed that they can play. Number one, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. And number two, our guy, Singleton. Right. I mean, the guy flies around, he makes plays.
2: He's going to show up. As long as there's a game, he'll show up.
3: No question, man. man. He wants, he loves to play the game. It right. doesn't matter how long he has to play. He doesn't matter about reps. He just right. wants to play the game. And Devontae Smith, you know, he just showed that he is ready for the NFL. Now, it took him a little bit when he first got in yeah. the game he dropped two balls but it was like I'd like to have seen were-
2: him I'd like to have seen him caught that back shoulder throw
3: right that and, 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 but on the biggest thing he didn't blame anybody else mm-hmm. he didn't say anything but hey I just got to play better. I got to become more focused yeah. it's you know they say they try to say it was rust it's not rust i have to go in and do my job i got to get focused i got to right. make those type of catches i get paid to make those type of catches and yep. that's you know that's a stand up guy i like that
2: that one route that he ran where he ended up uh, juking the defender a little bit and then he yeah. got the first down was a really nice no nice question. Route, route
3: run. Right. he, you know, he ran yeah. in, pirouetted around, yeah, turned that around, got it. I mean, separate he had separation. There was nobody that can cover him. Mm-hmm. He had separate even on the first place he dropped, it wasn't really a drop because the quarterback should have got the you know, Flacco should have got the ball to him faster. Mm-hmm. He should have got him, you know, on that route, it's a crossing route, a little dig route. He had six six feet of separation from him right. all that' do is if he had gave it to him on time when you're supposed to get it and that was like you know after he came off the break and he turned around and started flattening out the ball should have got to him right then instead he got almost halfway um across the field yeah. he at least got to the hash marks yeah he Flacco, was the outside receiver
2: Flacco doesn't look very good. I'll tell you if, if Jalen hurts for some reason cannot play uh this team's going to be in trouble.
3: I hate to do it to you yeah but but you know what it did show that. That that at this point, Jalen Hurts is the man. Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback. Even even in after the game in mm-hmm. Flacco in the post game, his commentary was as such, Hey man, you know, I mean everybody's accept the roles next man up. You know, they called right. my number and I stepped up. That's him basically saying, All right, I'm designated this the you know, the, the backup quarterback now. So his whole mindset, his whole framework of how he was being thinking, uh, this entire campus changed because now he sees that. Hertz is the starting
2: quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought that really was in question. I didn't, well, I didn't yeah,
3: get it. He thought it was. Hertz did? Yeah. No, uh, not Hurts. not Hertz. No, no. Uh, Flacco. Flacco told you, remember, he told us at the beginning, he's coming in and he wants to, you know, start.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I never, I never paid much, much attention to that. Um, in fact, on Philly voice, Jimmy Kemsky was challenged with, handing out 10 awards for the game. Okay, that was his assignment. Now, oh, the, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, that's going to get a click from me because I don't know how you even get could get close to 10. right? But number two is the that's what it'll look like if Hertz goes down award, and that goes to Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't impressed uh, by Flacco's performance either. You know, the other thing is what's your take on – the rest of the wide receiver, I forget about Rager and Quez Watkins, you know, Fulgham hasn't been having a good camp thus far either.
3: Right. Right. Jay right. jaw. We know what he's been doing, which well, is see, next. That's to the nothing. problem. That's the problem. You don't know what these guys, where they're at. They're playing in the game. Right. It's, it was so bad that, uh, but he didn't not, play until the second half Fulgham. Right. But that's telling right there. Cause now you're playing right. against guys that are supposed to be inferior to you. Right. You were a starter last year. That's not a You're good playing sign. You backup. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I told you before. Um there were times there was there was one time where I had, you know, I was in Pittsburgh and I had to play until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying cuz I was a backup and the starters didn't play at all. So I had to, you know, I had to play a substantial part of that game. And I'm out there and I'm playing against second and third and fourth teams. Right. I had a field day because you know the the talent level from which I was accustomed to playing for as a starter. Now I'm playing against guys that don't really belong on the field, or I mean I felt disrespected. That I was well, right. out there with them. So I made sure that I left no doubt in the coach's mind that and you dominated. And it bro, it was like taking Ken can- that was most fun I've had in, in years because I was able to just 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 dump guys on their head and, and just stop and finish them. And, and I did everything I demoralize who was ever in front of me so the coaches would know. Right. This is a great opportunity for guys like Herbig, mm-hmm. you know, guys like Matt Pryor, you know, um, uh, Williams to go out there and play. You know what I'm saying, Milton right. Williams to go out there and play. These guys should have really turned the corner, showed, hey, I belong on this team. But a lot of guys showed they don't. Yeah, Michael Jackett, I don't know if he makes it back to the to to to, to the film room.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, he got shook, he got he got demoralized. You know, when 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 he. When he wept up there, and he got juked, and he got you know left in this, he got left in his shoes. Yeah. I mean he just fell to the ground, bro. I thought, <laughs> I I thought he...
2: the quarterback Jones looked pretty good for two two straight weeks now.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. But but
2: Cam you know, Newton so looked good. all right too. So did Cam. I was about to say yeah. so did
3: Cam. So yeah, they have a legitimate quarterback battle. We don't have it anymore. Um, uh, Zach um Zach McPherson, he had a rough day, bro. Mm-hmm. He had a really rough day, man. And, you know, they ran the same route on him like three times for big yardage. Right. You know, it was, it was nothing but a dig route, you know, crossing routes. You know, he couldn't he couldn't get over the top. You know what I'm saying? They, they drive them right. off, they stack them, and then push them back out. And it was I, just hard for him to do it.
2: I just wonder how those quarterbacks would have looked uh, if the starting defensive front was in there for at least a couple of series last night. They now, were. We're, were. never gonna The starting defensive front? No, they didn't play at all.
3: Oh, you talking about the Eagles? I'm talking about yeah, the Eagles. About, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about um um No, the paid, Patriots, Patriots started, Yeah, they they, kept they played them in their there. guys yeah. and then they blitzed too. They yeah. blitzed the entire game.
2: Well, you could tell, you know, Hoodie was upset probably with the way that they performed in those joint practices. And it was like the exact forward. opposite. The Eagles were satisfied with the way they looked and all week in practice and didn't give a, a rats you know what about that game. Exactly. And it was the exact opposite for the Patriots. So, the Eagles MVP award Goes to Jack Stoll, the tight end, according Who? to Kemsky. Stoll, <laughs> no idea what that is. No, yeah, I know he had f- he had four, four catches. Alaska. He had four catches last night. When yeah, was it, even on the field in the second half? I guess have, I, I, think I didn't he's like see him. Forty-six flex. or something like that. If you think I was dialed into the second half of that game, no way. Well, I mean, between between that and the Phillies' performance yesterday, the Phillies' performance all week—they
1: got swept by, down at that? Swept
2: best? and Wheeler got rocked
1: again. Well. I mean, I had the Diamondbacks on that two. Did of you? Three. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. it was ridiculous. You had to pay. You had to pay a pretty hefty price on Zach Wheeler yesterday for a team that is just absolutely trash. And he, his last time out, he got rocked.
2: Yeah, he's dead two times in a row. You're right. Too the Reds hard. did it to him uh, yeah. previously.
1: Look, I know and- I'm no you know brand ambassador for Caesars or any local book here, but. Anybody betting the Phillies yesterday or or in this series was is just not paying attention mm-hmm. at all. Well, Ramuto
2: and Harper went a combined one for twenty-two in the three games against the Diamondbacks. Yeah. It's hard to win that way. I mean, you're just not producing runs.
3: We went from talking about MVP candidates to you know Cy Young Ward. Uh, yeah, front uh, that's to- quickly fizzled. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> it's on to football season. It's almost like the, the, the Phillies knew like, hey, all right, you know, we, we played well up until mid, uh, mid-August. mid We grabbed some people's attention, uh, but we're not ready for prime time. When the light really went on, they just, you know, they wilted, and now it's football season.
1: Yep. 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 Now, the only other thing we had is this Simmons thing that came out where apparently Atlanta offered Cam Reddish and Danilo Gallinari for Simmons with, that's no, it? with no draft assets involved. Whoa. That's where
2: we are with this. Cam Reddish and Gallinari. Yeah. Wow. Reddish is a local kid, but there's no way I'm doing that deal. No are you? Way.
1: No. no. Way. I don't know. No. It just shows you how little teams think they can start this negotiation process with. Like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll come back and you. why don't you counter?
2: That's embarrassing to me. That's I mean, Brogdon,
1: Brogdon in a first-round pick is way better than that, right? Well, you're going to start looking at that as more of a realistic possibility to go back to Indiana because either – well, here's the, here's the thing, though. Maury went out and asked for everything, and now teams are like, all right, well, I'm just going to give you the opposite. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give you garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And our, bu- you know, our
2: buddy uh, Brian Seltzer is no longer with the Sixers organization. Did you see that? No. What's no. He, he just uh, he left and is going to KYW News Radio to do podcasting. Wow. What? Yeah.
1: Like news podcasting? I,
2: I don't really know what it's going to be, but it was just announced this morning.
1: Wow. And leaving one station for another seems yeah. like a pretty consistent theme here. <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: Yeah. How about that? So and I, and I saw another thing on basketball where LeBron is all upset now. Oh, because he was called washed. Yeah, well that and he got zero votes apparently for from these scouts and whoever puts together this these awards right. like for the best player in the league or something. He got zero votes and he's using that as his motivation now. Uh, you know to grind him for next season. Why, why couldn't one of these guys at least had voted for him? So I don't have to read
1: this drivel. I don't know. You have one guy, uh, whoever that idiot was up in Boston, Washburn or something like that. Remember the year in which LeBron should have been unanimous. He was the one holdout and voted for Carmelo Anthony.
2: Because oh, what year was that?
1: I can't remember tell you the specific year, but it was again, it was a, hey, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I vote. So look at me. Right. Yeah. In this case, it's the opposite. You're right. It is exactly the opposite. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, washed. Hashtag washed.
2: Washed up, I guess, is the.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Washed up. All right. Yep. All right, we got to yep. take a quick one here. We're back in three. It's the middle across the board.
6: I get scared sometimes
4: of a lot of things.
6: Joining in,
4: decisions,
6: the dark
4: It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
5: sports map radio
8: network presented by rocket mortgage live from the O'Brienly auto parts studios here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
1: all right now we got two games tonight right anything more from last night plenty <laughs> <What? laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah, i, I can go out and run another errand if you want to break down the game again by all well means.
2: well we can uh we can talk about the the game and and the Eagles was Zangaro, but yeah, I, I'd rather move on from the game, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm more interested in watching video of the Raiders and the uh, Rams brawl at practice that ended practice yesterday.
3: Had to happen before. Also, you got What's a that? brawl, man. I've had to happen before. Also. Yeah. Well, you when know? you're practicing against another team. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They, had to, they had to, you know, separate us and, and send us on. <laughs> we had to get out of there. Yeah, now Gruden says he's embarrassed by
2: it, right? He's he's on record as saying that. But deep down inside, don't these coaches kind of like that stuff?
3: Love it. They yeah.
2: can't come out and say it.
3: Right. I mean, it is it's not politically correct anymore right. to right. do right. stuff like that. But yeah, they love it. They want a the competitive nature. You know, they want that. They want to see who's trying to compete, you know, who's who's trying to, you know, make it happen. So you love that type of deal. Right. Now I don't know if
2: you had any plays on the total in that game last night. Yeah, did, did you cuz it pushed on the first half over, didn't it? No,
1: it was 19 and a
2: half. Oh, it was a 19 and a half. So yeah. it went so under. was under. It was 2 and I, uh, yeah,
3: I uh, Oh. So
1: I but here's the thing. That. And again, you're not going to you're not going to get this from somebody who is just, "Oh, hi, I work for a book and therefore you should bet this." But the reality <laughs> is is that's that was the right Look, we didn't know about Jalen Hurts no. when that bet was placed for the majority of bets placed. So that's, yep. still, the, uh, that's still the right side of that bet. The Eagles mm-hmm. should have been two totals and the difference between the majority of unders. So I still maintain that going over 38 and a half was the right play. We just didn't know that Jalen Hurts was out. Now, the other thing I would say to you is if anybody sat through that first half, And saw just how bad the Philadelphia Eagles offense was, and then knew, like we all did, that Nick Mullins was the guy to come in. He's on deck. How do you not slam that under 40 and a half? Somebody on Twitter said as soon as the Flacco fumble happened, it jumped up to 42 and a half. Really? Yes. Wow. That's what I mean. Like that whole thing about the, the total and all these preseason unders. Well, it's like fifteen and three, or whatever it is, in three, and there are three games that went over. The Eagles being one of them, right. it was the right side of the bet. Like you don't win everything, and there no. are certain bets that you lose that you that you still feel good about because, right. it's like, I was on the right side of it. Yeah,
2: no, I'm I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh, but I can't believe did 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 the total for the game go down before kick when they, when they realized Hurts oh. wasn't playing?
1: No, because wow. that, that came out right at kick. Okay. So was it still 38? Was it 38? 38 and a half. Okay. What's up, Dave Zangari, there is. Dave. What's, What's up, guys? What's up, bro? How you
2: doing? Oh man, it's a nice plant you got working back there. What is that? It's
9: fake. It's a oh, fake it's- plant. <laughs> yeah, I could. I it would be dead by now if it was real. Not a green, <laughs> not a green thumb, are you, huh? Yeah. I you know, uh when I bought that, I bought one for uh like, I bought these two big plants. I got them from uh one of these like home goods stores, but I have like a pretty small car. I have yeah. a, an Ultima so I'm I'm like shoving them in there and it looks like I'm like in a jungle driving home. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, guys? I'm, how are you? I'm, tr-
2: I'm trying to not talk about whatever that was last night. Seriously. I'm distracted by your fake
9: plan. Yeah, it was uh it wasn't a to watch, was it? Whew. What well, was way, it?
3: I, yeah, how, how do you feel about how they conduct I mean how they handled, you know, the hurt situation and how it like snowballed into all these guys not playing, man. You think that was professional? You think was that was that Nick Sirianni, you know, taking command of his team and making the, you know, making the decision to, you know, to Nick's guys playing. I mean, how do you think he, you know, did with that whole situation? Then, you know, talking about it.
9: Yeah, you know, well, the Hurts thing—if he's not feeling well, he has to go checked out of the hospital. That's one thing. Uh, and and that you're right—they kind of snowballed from there because they were going to play their their starting O line, and then they were like, "Well, we're not going to do that now." So you had two starters out of the five out there. Uh, but, you know, even if Hurts played, I don't think he was going to play a ton. I think we we're probably looking at, you know, another two or maybe three series. So uh, this was basically what we we're going to see anyway. Of course, mm-hmm. we wanted to see what Hurts was going to do with that first team offense. But uh, we we're going to see a lot of the backups anyway. And on defense, I mean, none of the D-line played. Slay was out. The only guys who really played a ton were the linebackers. And and they maybe played too much when you're talking yes. about, you know, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tricky thing because I understand that they value the joint practices and I get that. Like, I, I think there is, I, I agree with them philosophically. that There's more value in the joint practices because you can set it up the way you want. If you want to see a red zone period, you put them in the red zone and you don't have to wait for the situation to dictate it. But I think there is a difference. Um, you're not tackling to the ground. It's not real football. And uh, I, this is kind of the way the league's going. I, I don't want to just single out the Eagles. I mean, a lot of teams are kind of doing this now where they're just not putting uh, the emphasis on the preseason. But it's a hard sell for, you know, to get people in the stands to watch that. And, you know, for a guy like Nick Sirianni, it was like the, it was, last time was the first tough question I really had to ask him was, you know, how do you be the competition guy and then put that out on the field. It doesn't seem to, to mesh, right? I mean, right. he's talked about competing and everything, and they weren't competitive last night. So, no. not at all. You know, I get, I get the point of, of emphasizing the joint practices, but I don't think these preseason games are complete throwaways either.
1: Dave, yeah. I, my, my theory would be that he's simply full of bleep. <laughs> and, and it's not a negative, it's not, but like John Gruden has made a career of platitudes of just building up these pl- these hollow platitudes. And we all knew that Joe Flacco wasn't going to be the starter. So what it did is it hurt the credibility of other positions that we knew there was going to be competition. Again, it doesn't mean that Sirianni, Dave can't coach, all these other things. It's just it was a really tough sell to believe that he comes in as the competition guy. And to your point, or maybe not, maybe what I'm taking from it, last night I think proved to a lot of people that He's just like everybody else, trying to get his feet wet and trying to get a handle on this thing.
9: Yeah, and I look, I I do think he has stress competition in a lot of ways. We've seen it at practice. I mean, they're very competitive practices. And even back in the spring, he was finding ways. They do like these little competitions. So he does care about competitiveness, but it's tough to care about it in practice and then put that product on the field in a preseason game. It's And it's tough to be competitive when you're – putting guys out there who aren't going to be on the team. And and that's, you know, that's the other big takeaway is uh, the depth on this team. And we've seen it in two wow. weeks. You know, it's – Sucks. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially that, <laughs> that second, third team defense, those defensive linemen.
3: That's draft it's, picks. There were draft picks out there. That were, that, yeah. That, I mean,
9: you know, yeah, I don't want to single too many guys out, but like Marlon Peloto in two games. This is a guy who played at USC who I, I thought would acquit himself nicely – has really struggled all summer. He's not ready. I don't even know if he's worth a practice squad spot. Right no, no, at the, this that's, point,
3: you're you're right about that. So that's kind of telling because at this point, I don't see him as a guy that's even going to you know be on the team. So why even why even let him go out there and take reps? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I didn't even try to learn his name. <laughs> point, name. I
4: didn't
3: even try to learn his name. It's a name. Just call him by his first name. Too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not calling him anything. He's out of here. He's out.
2: Yeah, well, Dave, Dave what did you tough. think about the you know the wide receiver depth position? I mean, you, you see Fulgham, JJ, Ortega, Whiteside, and uh, you know uh, Hightower playing a lot in that second half against backups, and none of them really did anything to stand out. Where are those guys right now?
9: Yeah, you're right. And again, though, it's it was tough to get an evaluation on some of those guys last night because of what was around them too. Mm-hmm. You know, the offensive line was bad. The quarterback play was bad. And I'm not saying those guys deserve a pass, but it was just, it's tough to get a read on them. Right. What I'll say is that um, I think all three of those guys are in jeopardy that you mentioned. Uh, you know, Fulgham, we came into this camp thinking he was a lock. Right. I don't know if that's the case right now. Yeah. I I haven't seen anything to me that says he needs to be on this team. And, you know, J-Jaw played, well, like seven snaps and he had one drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hightower, tower. He was having an up-and-down camp before he got hurt. He missed a lot of time. I mean, it was encouraging to get him back out there. But, yeah, I mean, they have three starters in uh, Devontae Smith. uh, Rager
2: and Watkins. Rager
9: and Watkins. They have Greg Ward, who you can at least rely on, and then a a lot of question marks. So it's a young group, and it doesn't look very deep right now.
3: Is this kind of telling on – you know? you know, guys were starting to look at how he like, all right, how he did something. You know, look, he's got a guy, you know, he went up and got Smith. And then now, you know, guys are starting to turn the corner. You know, Rager, they say Rager's having a better camp now. Um, but you know, you see the lower guys not really doing too much. And the depth on this team are young guys that are the depth. You know, I mean the receiver position are the only guys really that are really playing at a at a at a um nice level. Everybody other than that. I, I can't see him doing very much. Williams will play good. McPherson got roasted yesterday. Mm-hmm. He got was he a, rough a game tough, for him. tough day yesterday. You know, It's been a
9: rough week for him. I mean, I thought he struggled in the first preseason game, and then in the joint practices, I, I thought he got bested quite a bit. And then he has the game yesterday where, uh, yeah, it seemed like Cam was targeting him with a lot of time, granted, but it seemed like Cam was targeting him. He had that defensive hold. He had a poor effort on the tackle attempt on that touchdown. So it will be a big week for him, uh, especially a young defensive back, seeing how he responds to it, because as a defensive back, you're going to get beat. You're going to have these moments. So this is really the first time in his young career where he's been tested. So, and he's someone you can look at some of those guys last night and be like, they're not going to play this year. They're not going to be on the team. He has a big role. He's the top outside backup. And based on what we've seen the last few years, he's going to play as a rookie. So, he's someone to watch over this next week and see how he responds to it. Dave, how do
2: you think they handle this coming week in practice now, going up against a team that they are going to face in the regular season in the jets, you know, with these joint practices, the jets are going to get to, to really look at, you know, some of the things that they do. How do you think they go about this next week?
9: Yeah, it's a good question because you're right. the Patriots, they don't play in the regular season. Right. The good thing about the jets game is that I think it's week 13, So you have a long time before you see them in the regular season. So I think they might hold a little bit back, but I think it's fair to say a lot's probably going to change between now and week 13. So I I don't think it's going to be like, it's not going to be, hopefully it's not as vanilla as it was last night. I I think, uh, I think they're going to show some stuff. Maybe they hold a little bit back, but they need it. I mean, especially if, if, We know the way they feel about the preseason. So they're going to need these two days to really be like a a game for them and to really get the final evaluation on a lot of these players because they're going to have to make roster spot decisions on these practices.
1: Yeah. I wonder do we have any idea what they're going to do with the running back position as far as like actually on the field
9: throughout the games? We're starting to get some hints. Um, You know, the, the one thing with Miles Sanders that we've seen all summer and it's troubling are the drops. Because in order for him to be fully utilized in this offense, he has to catch the ball. And I don't think you can just make him a runner. So I think at a certain point, you kind of have to live with the drops if you're next year. You can't stop throwing the ball to Miles Sanders because when he does get it, he's such a threat. So uh, you'd like to see him clean that up. We have seen a lot of 21 personnel from them. In training camp, which I kind of like, they have the the personnel to use it. If it's Miles and Boston out there, or Miles and Kenny Gainwell, who I think is going to have a role at least as a pass catcher in year one, and he should at that position. That's the one thing: running backs in this league they can play from day one, and and I would use them right away. So I'm curious to see how much 21 we see. It's, it's I think they were in, they use it like five times last year under Doug. So I, I think it could be a, a personnel package that, that they try to utilize and get good matchups throughout the season with. And and I think they have the right players to do it. They, they have guys who can be threats to catch the ball out of the backfield. And that's kind of what you want when you're in that, that personnel grouping. So um, ultimately my, it's still miles Sanders. He's still the top guy, but they're going to mix the other two in there. I'm talking about Boston Scott and, uh, and Kenny Gainwell. And look, I think Jordan Howard's probably on this team too. So um I think he'll have some kind of role. I think really the reason you keep Jordan Howard around is if Miles gets hurt, you have someone that can kind of shoulder the load.
3: No question, you know, and also I, I look at the offense and I, I feel as though I got lied to again. And I'm gonna be saying run the ball till I'm blue in the face again. I mean and, and you know, all right, if it walks like a duck. Quacks like a duck. It's a duck. So first preseason game, we threw the ball, you know, religiously. The next game, we throw the ball religiously. And I'm thinking since we have a second quarterback and we see Mullins is not playing well, then you run the ball. Did we run the ball? Nope. So, all right, so that walk like a duck in the first game, quacks like a duck the second game. The third game, if he goes out there airing it out again, then I'm screwed for the rest of the year because I'm be screaming around the ball and not going to do it.
9: I think they're going to run more than, than they did last year, obviously under Doug. You have to remember a big part of their offense is going to be utilizing Hurts' legs or at least the threat of his legs. So we're going to see a lot more read option and maybe even some RPO stuff that they're not going to show in the preseason. We've seen glimpses of it in practice. So just by that stuff alone, I think they're going to – be a little heavier with the run. I agree with you in the preseason, we haven't seen it, but they'd be foolish not to run the ball, especially if that right side of the line is healthy because those guys, and we've seen it, you know, in, in the few practices, they've been back together with Brooks out there. You can run by those two guys. And I think they will. I, I don't, it's, it's tough trying to gauge. I, I feel like I've learned a lot more about Sirianni's offense from practices than these games. I, these games to me really are, aren't indicative of at all of what his offense is going to be. So I I wouldn't worry too much about that in the games. I I think we've seen a, a pretty good blend in the practices and like, I mean, they haven't tried to hide the fact that they care more about the practices than the games.
1: My only concern with this, and it's a big one is that there are so many new moving and really new parts to this system. It's not like the coach has been here with an offensive system and there's a new quarterback who's a veteran. It's not like, even on defense, where there are guys who have been here for a while, that they're used to it. And look, I'm not saying that it takes you six or eight weeks in the regular season combined the preseason to figure out who the throw of football to, but they really look like they're doing themselves, maybe it's just due to circumstance, Dave, a disservice by not getting quality reps to at least get that feel to where you can build from practice to the game because that's where I, I think there is probably going to be some struggle maybe early on is the disconnect from great practice guys. We were competitive. We got everything we need to get done to wait a second. We're not going up against a hodgepodge of ones, twos and threes right now. This is a third quarter against a head coach who can game plan and react at the half. That that's what I'd like to see a little bit more, but I don't think we're going
9: to get that week three. No, no, you definitely won't get it. And it, it's, it's kind of a philosophical thing with Sirianni. It's does, does the need to see it in a game outweigh, the advantage he thinks he has because no one's seen his scheme and he doesn't, he thinks that's his biggest advantage right now is that no one necessarily knows what he's going to run and he's going to hold that close to the vest. So, I mean, whether or not that's the right decision or not, that that's his thinking. So yeah, you're not going to see, I mean, the third preseason game is going to be just as vanilla as the first two because he thinks that's his advantage. And look, and I can tell you from watching every practice the offense they run in practice is not the offense we've seen yeah. in these first two preseason games. So right or wrong so. that, defense also. Yeah. I mean, defense, I, you're right. I mean, it's been very vanilla and, and, but that they think right now that's the advantage they have on the league is does that, that, does that work. Like, like, do we have, I don't know how many examples you've covered a lot in different
1: cities. Like this is so many new pieces that I, that's my concern, which is like Sirianni may be getting over his skis. Right. To think that, yeah, man, you you have like it worked with the Colts to hide stuff because people knew what they were doing. My that that does that make sense? Like that the concern about I, I don't even know if I'm making sense.
9: To yeah, honest. no, I know I get what you're saying. I think, and, and I'm, I'll play Devil's Advocate a little bit because I'll try to see from his perspective. His perspective is guys do know what they're doing. We're seeing it in in the practices, which he cares about more than the games. So it's tough because the the rest of the world. And you guys are watching these preseason games, and the team doesn't care about them. You know, the team cares about what they're seeing in practice, and it's like a leap of faith, right? It's like, I guess, if the coach says it's working, it's working because you don't see it. And I get why that's scary for fans because you're you're going, you're watching. How do you watch that game last night and not be scared, right? Mm. It's it looks awful, but. And I'm not even trying to defend what they did last night, but I think that's what their thought process is that, Hey, we're seeing what we want to see in these practices. And we feel like we're in a good spot based on what we've seen. So we're going to hold what we do close to the vest. We're not going to let the rest of the league scout us on that. Even though I think, you know, I, the rest of the league's not a bunch of dummies. They kind of know what's coming. They can kind of see the past of, of Sirianni. They can, they can see the past of Gannon and kind of figure out, at least at its base, what, what these schemes are going to be. But they do have some wrinkles they can throw in that teams haven't seen, and they're going to try to utilize that.
2: You know, the benefit of them playing their next game on a Friday night is we don't have to talk about it the next day, because by Monday, everybody will have forgotten about it. <laughs>
9: My favorite part of last night, we're we're in the, the second half, and in these some of these preseason games, you look up the clock and you're like, how are there 11 minutes left <laughs> right. in the third quarter? And at one point, Rube looks at me and just goes, "We have to do a podcast on this." And what? we're like, "Oh no, <laughs> wow. what are we gonna talk about?" Yeah, you know what's
3: worse than yeah. that? You know what's worse than that? I'm sitting in there with Seth, and you know Seth's across the room. And he <laughs> leans up, looks down at me, and says, "Hey, Brooksy."
9: I'm not watching this anymore, man. I'm watching
3: YouTube. <laughs> he went to YouTube.
9: <laughs> he was I saw watching Seth YouTube. last night. I walked in, and uh, I see Seth. I haven't seen Seth in a long time uh, since last season. I walked in. I said, what would you think? And he just goes, ugh. <laughs> he just walked <laughs> away. He just, like, grumbled at me. <laughs> I missed oh. that.
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, he was he was hot, man. You know yeah. what I mean? You're right, man. Um, it's not the same things you see in camp. I'm glad you. I'm glad you reminded me of that, because in camp, I see... Uh, numerous ways on the especially on the defensive side of the ball where you know they couldn't stop the run yesterday, they were playing so vanilla they couldn't stop it. You see Belichick, he's blitzing, mm. but if you go to practice, I mean, these guys are mixing up as far as fronts, they're playing overs, they're playing unders, they're playing bare fronts, you know, where they cover the it's center, been very and yeah, yeah. So you don't even see that, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't see, I will see this, I don't see at this point the 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 you know stripping of the ball and all that stuff, you know, trying to create turnovers that I see in practice. But you know, it should carry. I hope it'll carry over to the um to the season. But I mean, I see all this stuff in practice, then I don't see any of it in the game.
9: Yeah, and that's what I talked about. It's kind of like a about practice. Somebody can you trust trust what you see during the week? And right. I I don't know the answer. I I don't know how good this team's gonna be. But I can tell you the team we've seen at practice is not the team we've seen in the games. Even last week, when even last week when they performed well. Yeah, that's still what, like schematically. That's still not what we've seen during the week. So it's tough to figure out. But I, I do think it, it's it's not going to look like it did in these couple of preseason games. I was supposed to be the franchise play, and we sitting here talking about practice. It's
2: amazing.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I give my all out there. Are we talking about practice, practice.
4: Uh, you know, oh, you but well. that's
3: what it is, man. And, you know, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to seeing this next week if he takes total command of, of, of everything again, you know, because I didn't see it this last game. I saw it the first game, didn't see it the second game. Now in this third game, I want to see him take command again. I want to see, you know, Nick Sirianni show us that, all right, this is my team as we go forward and I'm making decisions now. Because, I mean, I saw him scrambling a little bit this first game, I mean, on the second game. Hmm. And, you know, it made me a little nervous on, you know, who this guy is. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, against the Jets team, young quarterback also. You can't just get beat up like that. I, I I think they're going to need more reps from the starters this next game, you know, than they have before. Because after this, it's like two weeks until they play their first 20, game.
2: Twenty three days from today until they yeah. play Atlanta. Atlanta yeah, looked that's, like that's garbage a good point. in their so first it,
9: game. You can you can not that you can afford injuries, but you have a long layoff after this third game before. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like the the way the old third preseason game was anyway. Yep, play half. We had that long layoff, so I'd like to see the starters. I don't know if we're going to. I, I mean, well, I based on what, would, right? Yeah, I mean, based on what Sirianni said last night. I mean, he was asked if Hurst is going to play in the third preseason game, and he just went to. We had these joint practices coming up, and they're really mm-hmm. valuable. So I'd Which like to see him a little bit
4: more not playing
1: because, he, as you mentioned, right. Sirianni can yeah. gain more value from these joint
9: practices yeah. than he can the preseason game. Yeah, and look, I and generally I, I agree with him, but I'd still like to see a little bit in game action. You know, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith out there, we haven't seen it yet in, in a game. That'd be nice to see. Um, by the way, I, I was encouraged by Devontae. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he – we haven't talked about him, but even though he got off to a rough start, him and Flacco clearly weren't uh, on the same page for a few of those. But he can separate, I mean – that was fun to watch, and it's a little glimpse of it, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't worry too much about him after last night.
1: All right, hold on. last half got a break real quick on the network. We're back in three on Sportsman Radio. All right, go ahead. I don't know how much longer you can stay, Dave, so you can leave whenever you'd like. I, I don't know what these guys told you as far as how long you've already been All right, here.
9: I do you guys need. minutes. Uh, we'd love to meet you.
1: I just, you know, I don't <laughs> want somebody to walk like, the back of that stream and be like, uh, "Yeah, I, I'm just out of uh, questions
3: to ask about." I'm you know, not preseason, man. I can't wait till it ends. Well, you know, we talking about Devontae Smith and you know how he approached the game. I was kind of surprised that he said that the game is slower. I can understand as far as you know hmm. the pace of the offense and the pace of. Of 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 um, those guys out there, but is the game really that slow for him? Is he that dynamic of a player that? Because I mean, nobody could cover him out there. You know, any drops that he had, it was it's because he dropped them or the quarterback threw behind him. But I couldn't find anybody to cover him on, on you know on any of the routes that he did. So the game might be that slow for him. You know, I was surprised to hear him say that though.
9: Yeah, I don't think he was talking about um, the players like in front the actual. Well, I don't think he was talking about actual like game speed. I think he was talking about the pacing uh, of yeah. like, huddling, yeah. and so in in a way, like he does have more time to process. He has more time to think about, which is kind of scary when you think about it with him because he's already such a good route runner. Like he's going to the line, and he's seeing, and he has time to process how he's going to attack each route. And with him, that's dangerous because he's such a good route runner, and we saw it in glimpses last night. Like he can. That one route he ran for the first down, it, it, yeah. it's funny. I had a lot of people tell me it was a routine route. No, no, it's yeah, right. not. <laughs> he, he he dug his foot in the ground, he took off the other way. I mean, he was running in a sprint and and cut in and sprinted the other way. That's not that's not routine. Hmm. Uh, he didn't round that out at all. So no,
3: no. I mean it was precise, you know, creating separation. He stacked on a DB, banged him inside, was able to go outside. I mean, that's yeah, that's 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 NFL cowboy route running with the separation to go with it. It's saying he's too small, but he didn't look too small out there today. I mean, uh, yesterday.
9: If you if you separate, that's all you need. I mean, right. I understand the the fear of him like coming across the middle and getting hit, but he can separate, and that's all that really you need. I, he's fast enough too. We didn't get to see the deep speed yet, mm-hmm. um, right? But he has like long speed. He has like. He's not like Quez. He's running 4.35, but he has long speed. He can, he can, can. He's a like a long strider. Has Quez done anything to help him move
1: up on the depth chart? Quez? Oh, yeah. Um, but like where? He's in practice. No, no, no. I'm saying where, where like do you – Like number three. Do you think he's oh, – like the, the his... I don't think he'd be the third behind Fulgham. No, behind Fulgham. He's ahead of
9: Fulgham. Go. He's He's had of a so the way they've been lining up a lot is uh, Devontae outside, Rager outside and Quez in the slot. Um, I think they're going to like rotate those guys a little bit. So I, I, me personally, I would put Rager in the slot a lot more than they have. I like him in small windows. I like his shiftiness more than Quez. I'd probably have Quez on the outside, but they've had a lot of Quez in the slot. They can kind of utilize, like we saw in that, uh, that little bubble screen in the first game they've utilized him a lot like that. He's, he's going to play a lot. He's, and it's kind of like Quez has been really good. And the other guys have struggled, you know, Fulgham had a chance to earn a spot as a starter and he hasn't done it. Um, Hightower would have had an opportunity. He hasn't had a very good camp. So uh, Quez, everyone seems impressed by Quez. The one cool thing about him is we all knew he was a burner. Uh, he worked really hard this off season on, and I've talked to him a lot about it, but like harnessing his speed. Uh, so getting in and out of breaks, and like making it look like he's running the go on every play and then getting into his break and, and cutting out. And I think he's learned a lot. He worked out with Calvin Ridley mm. this offseason, who's really good at that kind of stuff. And I think it's showing. I, he's a much better player than he was last year. Bama boys. Yep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> now that Ridley's another good
9: player.
4: I
1: I just I need to see this stuff against teams. They they have a murderer's row the first four weeks of the season, and I'm not going to get crazy about a guy who – now, granted, last year was a disaster, and if you believe Travis Fulgham, people were purposely shifting around the depth chart for whatever reason, but it's just hard, guys. And I'm not speaking just to Dave here. I want this to be like, oh, why is
2: – th- You think Atlanta's a murderer's row?
1: I, I think that one through four – after if you don't beat Atlanta you're going over well yeah
2: then then yeah right yeah, and,
1: and I don't think Atlanta is an easy victory by no, any, what I've that. seen on the field and and they've got guys that are stepping right into that absence of Julio Jones Calvin Ridley being one of them the rookie that they got as well they did get a little bit better on defense and and look they have a quarterback who can make throws that's all I care about so my point being is that th- that I don't know this whole thing with Sirianni and like buying into Sirianni means that you have to. And I feel like this is kind of the social convo with it, which is like, man, you know, everything is so much different and better than it was over the last couple of years. I, I don't know, man. Like I when I hear Sirianni talk, I'm sorry, guys. I don't believe him. I don't <laughs> believe in him. I don't. <laughs> I, I He doesn't. And look, that that could be me and I'll gladly own it. I will we'll have Zangaro back on and he can say off the network on the stream, you bleeping, bleeping, dumb mother bleeping. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You wasted 25 minutes of my time back at the end of August for this crap. I want to be the first to tell you, Shander, enjoy this crow. It's it's just hard. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, you know, the G-Cob negadelphia in me. I don't know what it is anymore. But what
9: about him? What about him do you not believe in? Like what about him
1: does not he, resonate? He seems like a mini Gruden. He seems like he's built off these platitudes and like I'm waiting honestly, I'm waiting for a story Dave where he comes out and tells you or somebody else in the media about competition where he likes to set the shower really hot and then jump to cold and see how much of his body he can wash before it gets too cold and then repeat the cycle. Like that's <laughs> I what we were saying,
9: and, and like it, it can. When I'm not asking you to defend or, or validate me. We're just having a conversation. Like this. Sure, not... I, I get it, and I think there's like because I love you, man. You, I don't want you can you to think hear some saying. of this stuff. Like you can hear some of the stuff he goes through, and and you wonder how the players are going to receive it, right? And that's the biggest thing. Is like if if he's saying all this stuff, and the players are rolling their eyes, then it's it's worthless. But I don't get the sense that that's been the case. I get the sense that the players really do like him and they are buying in. And, you know, I've seen moments with him. And you always wonder, too, like when you're a a quote unquote players coach, like, do you have what it takes to then flip it and be a hard ass? Be the
2: heavy.
9: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Didn't it not work? What? Where he had to like towards the end of his tenure he was this
9: player's coach and he was very buddy buddy and it was hard for him to put his foot down yeah i mean maybe i i don't know if that was his problem (laughs) there were a lot of problems at the end but i have seen sirianni give some really tough coaching Mm -hmm. um and i've seen him be really hands on it look i don't know if it's gonna work i have no idea yeah with rager especially and the receivers that's his specialty yeah um look i don't i don't know if he's going to be a good coach but i've actually been pretty impressed by what i've seen this summer from him um and the key for anything that he's done is that it looks like the players are buying in and it starts with the veterans you know if if he does all this competition five core values stuff and jason kelsey's at the back of the room rolling his eyes then it's all for nothing but i don't get that sense Mm -hmm. and and from private conversations i've had with players they actually really do seem to like this guy. It seems like they're buying in. Now, are they talented enough to, to be a, a good team? I, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't think that he's in over his head. I really don't. I, I think he's had a, a pretty impressive summer, honestly. To be fair, though, there, there aren't many people that, that have the tenure and stature
1: left to criticize. Right. Yeah. Ain't going to be here much longer. Brandon Graham is basically holding on Lane Johnson. may be the only guy, Brandon Brooks is hurt more than Fletcher he is. Cox. Fletcher Cox has been involved in trade rumors and all this other stuff happening here. Jalen hurts is probably on the way out. No matter how pl- well he plays. <laughs> You're right. I mean,
9: who, who yeah, but I mean, those everybody. are the veterans and like, but those are the veterans. So if I, they're here right now, so you have, you have a lot of it for better or worse, you have a lot of star players on this team, star players who are over 30. But if they don't buy into the coach, then the younger players aren't. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the way I view it. Like you have Fletcher Cox is a leader on the team, and Brendan Graham is a leader on the team, and Jason Kelsey is a leader on the team as long as they're here. Uh, so I, I think that Sirianni was wise to come in and try to get those guys on his side because once they are, the younger guys are going to do whatever the heck the veterans are saying and, and whatever the veterans are doing.
2: Speaking of a veteran who's still here, no, uh, I mean,
9: okay, what Dave, we're just
1: keeping Dave until Dave. I leaves. just got one more, okay,
2: because Zach Ertz is still here, and there's now two injuries in the depth chart at the tight end position. Uh, Rogers gets hurt last night, the young kid got hurt during the week, is going to be on the shelf for a while. That means Zach Ertz is going to be
9: here at least till
2: the trade deadline.
9: No, well, Kroom I, don't got hurt. The, I don't think Rodgers got hurt. Kroom got hurt.
2: Oh, Kroom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah wrong guy. I mean, Kroom
9: wasn't going to yeah. be here anyway. Uh, the Tyree Jackson one's interesting because he's played you – know, he had a very good camp, so I don't mm-hmm. know if they'd risk lose. – they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with him if they basically redshirt him or if they carry him through. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I've been <laughs> so wrong about the Zach Ertz thing all summer and really all offseason. I, I didn't think he'd be here right now. I, right. I thought he'd be gone – by the draft. The draft you know, yeah. I thought he'd be going in April. So I guess with every passing day, it's more likely he's going to play here. Hmm. I don't know if it makes a ton of sense, honestly. I think they're a better team with him, but if he yeah. takes snaps away from Dallas Goddard, it doesn't make any sense to me. So um, I don't know. I, I think, with that, like I said, with every day he's here, it's more likely he'll be on the roster.
2: Hmm. Awesome. Good stuff, Dave. Appreciate Thanks, it, man. Appreciate Have a good it, weekend. All I right,
9: right fellas, take
1: care. You got it, man. Dave Zangaro joining us. All right. And if you're not following Dave on Twitter, it's Dave Zangaro NBCS, correct? There's no underscore yep. in there. I don't think there is. No, it's D Zangaro. D Zangaro, that's it. Yeah, yeah. NBCS. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't believe in this guy. I, I have. Well, there's
2: a couple people on the stream that are with you. Um, I saw on here, uh, I think it was Tone said, thank you, Aton. I'm the same way. And then uh, a little while later, Jimmy Blues says, I'm with Aton. He's a poor man's Chucky. Fake enthusiasm. It
1: just feels like it, man. And, and we spent so much time making fun of John Gruden with these, I tell you what, <laughs> attitudes. The only <laughs> thing that's different is that he's got this New York. Like, he doesn't have
2: the accent like Chucky. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. got
1: this northern upstate New York accent. And... That's the only difference. Ken says
2: it, the Sirianisms, though, quote, the first thing about being smart is knowing what to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Tone. I'm telling you, man. All I'm w- I'm waiting for a, a John McMullen piece to come out <laughs> in which Siriani details the level of competition that he puts himself through in the morning where he starts with the shower really hot right, right. and then turns it cold and he sees how long he can go before the end has to take it cold and go back hot. Right. <laughs> Man, if I can get 65% of my body washed in that first <laughs> cycle, then I've done a good job. Then I can look myself right. in the mirror. I'm attacking the shower. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, and look, the problem, of course, is this team is not going to be good this year. It's it's not. Like 7 and 10 is going to be good compared to what we expected. Mm-hmm. That's not really a good football team. So he's built this stuff up. And look, Zangaro is right. Dave is right. People are buying into it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure people bought into Bobby Ross week one. Uh, Barrett. Barrett's old buddy. Radio
3: Network. They bought into it, it, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like,
1: hold on.
5: Hold th- on. Coming airport.
1: back. Sorry, it's my fault.
5: Here's Aton Shander,
8: Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
1: Uh, great stuff from Dave Zangaro as we held him way too long. And Dave is just a great man. And here I am. Not only are we keeping him thirty minutes, but he's got to deal with my crap on top of that. So, <laughs> boy, if we don't hear from Dave in like three months, that's that's when you know why. Just go back to this interview that he did, but he said he said some good stuff by yeah. all means.
3: Well, I mean, I'm tell you this, Shan. I mean, you, you have every right to think that right now because he hasn't done anything. You know, you know, he hasn't. You know, he hasn't blanked the, a, a drop yet. You know, he hasn't done anything yet. I mean, he came out the first game. He had some success the first first half, but then after that, we have we have had six quarters of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been outscored what fifty two to nothing in the past two games. Uh, but you know, from that One first, the new, yeah, yeah, the backups, yeah. So you know, is what have you done for me lately? What we see is not indicative of what I think this this the season's going to be. But what I'm seeing right now is very discouraging, man. You know. It's hard for me to think that this team right now can really compete with the you know, number twos looking the way they are. If our starters don't stay healthy, this could be a long, long year.
2: Right. There's a no depth. long year. Well, Lane Johnson wasn't impressed.
3: Yeah, did you right. he say it
2: was terrible last night or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now he didn't play. No. Right. right. No.
3: Well, so, you, well, you say what Brooks said. Brooks said, well, you know, we essentially had two straight games. The past two days uh, against the Patriots are already so you know he they were a little sore. That's why I didn't play. Well, hey,
1: they can't have it both ways. Yeah. This is either a colossal disappointment and failure, and what Lane Johnson says speaks for the locker room, or preseason. Chalk up what Brooks, both Brooks Barrett, just now saying what Brandon said, which is hey, like you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think right. If Lane, if we're gonna take what Lane said on surface value is true. Then a lot of what we're talking about here with Dave and, and others about Sirianni, I don't mm-hmm. think holds up.
2: No, yeah, you're, right. you're right. I mean, here's the quote. Anytime you put anything, you don't put anything up on the scoreboard. I don't care what you're doing. If you're in the nature of competing and being in competition, that's unacceptable.
3: Unacceptable.
1: Uh, we're back and three on the network. Yeah. Back in three across the board. We got a break since we didn't break with Dave.
6: I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in
5: Learn more at IBEW98.org. On the field of life
4: It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
5: The auto parts studios
8: here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
1: and now we get to see him again <laughs> look at this we are pleased and honored especially after last night like if there was ever an opportunity where somebody could bail Sorry. about talking about a football <laughs> game it would be last night and the great Long time Eagles. Great. Alongside here with Barrett Brooks, of course, we bring back Mark McMillan. What's happening, sir? Mighty Mouse in the house. Mac oh, man.
8: oh, what's going on, B Brooks? Man, I'll see you in a couple of days. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Harry, all the guys. I appreciate you guys having me back on. I wish we were on better circumstances. <laughs> uh, I, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, because all I was hearing all week in practices. is Oh my god, look at these catches regular are making and you know the defensive backs are getting their hands on the balls and Cam Newton can't get the ball out. He's checking down a lot. All I saw last night was Cam Newton throw the ball downfield, uh make plays and their running game was like mm. we couldn't we couldn't stop their running game no matter Let's what running back they in there, yep. No matter what running back they placed in there, they go four deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, you know, we just can't forget that there's still a New England Patriots, you know, Belichick is still the coach. Um, they got some good pieces around them. But we took a big step back. And, you know, it's a it's a question going, you know, what was going on with Mr. Hurst? Hmm. Is, does he have a little stomach virus? Did he need a little Pepto-Bismol? Like, what yeah. was going on?
3: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it was. You know what I'm saying? His tummy hurts. You know, I understand it, man. But one thing I I, I can't take, man, I can't understand, is, is the laissez-faire attitude that players have these days. Like, realistically, I was pissed off when I looked at the sideline and fricking rookies are out there with their pads off. Yeah. Young guys, with their pads off. Yeah. I never did that. I never had the autonomy to go out there and take my pads off. Once I was done playing these guys, you know, yucking it up pads
8: off chilling. This entitlement. younger generation, man. Entitlement. It's, just, it's ridiculous. You know, the entitlement and, you know, even, you know, obviously the vets, you know, we know what the front guy's going to do. Like, I don't care if Cox and all those guys have their pads out. I Mm -hmm. I know what they're going to bring to the table. But when you have defensive backs and linebackers, I was listening to one of the guys on the uh, Eagles, uh, you know, watching it on TV. And he was like, oh, my gosh, our linebackers are the the best ever. And I'm thinking, like, I know you got to be a little biased, but Mm -hmm. we also got to be legit to the fan base. Yeah, we got to be legit (laughs) to our fan base as well. And, you know, you can't sugarcoat it. Uh, You know, it, it, it was bad. And, you know, from an offensive standpoint, uh, you know, our receivers struggled to get separation. You know, they they couldn't get off the jam and New England got up in their faces, um, you know, so it made it real difficult for those guys to create separation. And Nick Foles, I don't I don't know. Maybe he was thought he was back at Delaware or something. I don't know what was going on. Uh, f- I mean, Flacco, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Flacco, Flacco. Flacco, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Flacco, yeah. yeah. All right. Let me so play. Maybe, Dev- maybe we should get Nick Foles. I'm thinking. You know, yeah. I'm maybe-
2: <laughs> <laughs> let me play devil's advocate with you, Mark, and just say, Hey, we just practiced against this same team for the last three days, and we kicked their tail up and down according to everything you read, you know, in most of those practice sessions that we didn't really give a darn about the game. And the, uh, the opposite is true because Belichick was just dis- displeased with what he saw out of his guys. So he damn right. sure, you know, kept his starters in there yeah. for a longer period of time and was going to play this like a real game.
8: Right. And you know, a lot of people was like shocked. Like why is Dante Hightower and those guys still in the game? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he made sure his veteran guys got in the game so he can evaluate those guys. Cause he know, in that division, it's going to be a gauntlet. And, you know, you only have three preseason games, and those guys probably not even play in the last preseason game. But he wanted to make sure that his veteran guys got a chance to get some good work. And, you know, Cam got some good work. Mac Jones got the majority of the snaps, you know, in the second half. But for the most part on that defense, they were like, well, you know, they're going against their starters. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, Yeah. Like, Like, yeah, usually, you know, when we have, what, four or five preseason games, uh, shoot that second game. I think we played like the whole half, and then the first series of the third quarter, just yeah. to you know get your body ready for to come out after halftime because you relax. But like I said, you know um, it's a culture thing. I'm I'm on Instagram live to my man Eric Davis, the quarterback from you know from the 49ers, <laughs> <laughs> He was like he was like man that ain't, that ain't, you know it's a culture thing. So you know some of these young coaches you know try to be buddies with these guys. Belichick ain't trying to be no buddies. No. Get to put out there and play a whole half. That's what you're gonna do.
3: He Don't care what they're doing across the you know across the field from him. He knew what he was gonna do, he knew his plan was put in place. Those guys, and they were blitzing, right? You know, and right. Was, they weren't trying to hold nothing back, they oh, were no. blitzing their butt <laughs> off. You know, yeah. my Belichick is really blitzing. High tower <laughs> went on like three or four. I'm like, what is going on? We haven't seen a blitz from our squad now, you know. But he
8: was sending them right. And you, he's preparing himself for the season, and yeah. you know, you're, you're not gonna sneak up on anybody,
2: yeah.
8: You know, uh, you know, this is the national football league, everybody is good. You know, and the Eagles, we need to. You know, I said, I said it what a couple of weeks ago. You know, our our back end. I, I know we play Slay a lot of money, and I know he may have been nicked up, but he he was practicing. So why why can't you go out there and and, and suit up and get reps? I I just I I just never understood that. But like I said, it's a different different mindset, different game now. These guys I always do,
3: wanted to play too, bro. I always I needed that rep. I needed to go out there.
8: I, I, you know, special yeah. teams, I don't care. Just just let me go out there and just go down there and run out, kickoff because not too many people can play this game, and you right. know, it's, it's a short-lived game, and it's still a football game. It should be fun to you as a player to play the game. And I, I just never took a playoff. I never understand how these guys can sit there and have the hat on the back and chilling. And man, I just sunflower, sunflower
3: seized giggling, ha yeah. ha and getting our ass kicked out here and ha ha and he. I don't understand it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I They are making us like it. 35 to nothing. We got goose egged. Yeah. You get, I, felt, I felt it for them. I felt yeah. it for them.
8: Yeah. And, yeah. I, you yeah. know, the coach comes seven. out and, you know, coach says, you know, we play terrible. Uh, but, you know, you put those guys out there. You know, you right. put those guys, you put those guys yeah. in a position Mark, for that kind of performance. You know, Barrett,
2: I, Barrett's just upset that he had to watch the entire thing and do the post game <laughs> show last night. He bro, knows Aton, oh. he knew Aton
8: and I were out in the first
1: half of that game. <laughs> oh,
8: yeah, it, it was. I, I watched, I watched up till the third quarter, and out. Know, oh, no. You know, I'm on, I'm on, you know, Twitter. I'm tweeting about you know different things, and some of the fans are like, I was like, you know, we can't cover anybody. You know, Mac Jones is just out there, just looking like. You know 707, right? You know, they're like, Well, we didn't have our guys, and I'll you know, obviously, I don't give a crap. I don't I don't buy into the excuses. You know, when no. I got in the game in the fourth quarter, Reggie White wasn't out there rushing the passer, you know. Clyde Simmons wasn't out there rushing the passer. I had I don't even know who the guys I had rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was out there trying to make plays. Like, I don't give mm-hmm. a crap who's out there rushing, but Just Mac, make plays,
3: right? Right, Mac Mac. So your ex-teammate, man, we're in there, we're watching the game. We got to watch it inside the Wells Fargo Center.
8: All Oh I I looked, know, I know. Hold
3: He looked down, look, he did like this. He looked down at me. <laughs> yeah, I ain't watching this no more, man. I'm watching YouTube, man. <laughs> so he sat and watched YouTube for the rest of the time. He said he peek up every once in a while when he heard screaming. yeah He's all like, oh, so every time I was peeking up, it was something the uh Patriots was doing. That, oh, here we go again. He went back down and looked again.
8: And you that's know, that's, that's the mentality that, that's the kind of guys I played, you know, played with. Those are the kind of guys that held me accountable. Um, you know, from Monday through Sunday, yep, you know, you. Hold, yep. you and like I said, we, we talked about this before. Who's going to be the guy on the defensive side of the ball to hold these guys accountable.
2: Well, tell us what you got Nobody. going on. You got a busy week next week. You got oh, your football man. camp starting Woo. up and then you got your grilling uh, with McMillan event with the barbecue bourbon and, and brew. Tell us yeah, about it.
8: Yeah. We, you, you, we, we talked it up the last time. I think we are talking about bourbon yeah. And all that. So, you know, at, uh, you know, on the 26th at Romanowski uh, Field, I'll be doing a Camp 29, which is going to benefit our uh, lift foundation for kids, um, you know, that are being bullied and harassed. So I- I'm excited about that. This will be my first one. And, you know, for me, man, to be able to come back and still get the support and be able to do something positive, uh, you know, that's that's a blessing for me, man. So I'm excited about that. And then the evening uh, from five to nine, we'll be at uh, Boston Scott Golf. Right. So I'll be, there'll, there'll be tri-tip on the grill. There'll be chicken. uh, There'll be bourbon. There'll be That's wine. That's out in Collegeville, PA, right? I'll be in yeah. Collegeville, uh, PA. So, you know, the Grilling McMillan uh experience with Boston Scott Goff. they'll have, uh you know, apparel there that they'll be, uh you know, selling. They make nice but, stuff.
2: I, I, they I really the make product. nice
8: stuff. Their yeah, shirts are great. Yeah, look the product. Looks, yeah. looks real nice. Why don't you guys come on out? I told Barrett, you know, What's he's got an open invite. I'm
3: already going to be there. I'll, I'll go out there.
8: Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Have a good time. Have have some bourbon, you know, have some wine, have some barbecue, you know, muck it up. Look at some gear. So, you know, part of the proceeds goes back to our lift program as well. So everything I'm doing uh, in the Philadelphia area uh, is going to go back to our lift uh, program. So I'm excited. I think we have like 20 to 25 kids signed up already. I do have five spaces available for a kid that can't afford the thirty dollars. I'm going to let the kid come in for free. You know, they get a free T-shirt. We'll have, uh, you know, hydration for the kids. B said he's going to be there, so I know he's going to work those kids like like no other. You know, especially hey, go go drop step.
3: <laughs> you know, lift and get vertical. Move your hips. Drop the hip. Come on now.
8: <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm excited, man. So the 26 is going to be real, real exciting. From eight to uh to ten, we'll be at Romanowski Field uh for is the that camp. Bill Romanowski,
3: Romanowski Field.
8: What? No, not the no, 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 is no, not no. The Bill,
2: is it? No, okay, it's up in Telford, PA, and. Bucks County, I think that is, yeah. Bucks, yeah.
8: Montgomery. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's $30. Uh, kids can, you know, parents can, uh, you know, register online at grillamcmillan.com and just register. To, like I said, just come out and, uh, you know, learn from some of the guys that did it at a high level. Um, you know, I'm excited. You know, I'll be out there running around with the kids as well, uh, you know, just running them through drills. We might do a little, count, a little combine session in there too, you know, time them the 40, just getting them ready because a lot of kids don't know how to run the 40 or don't know how to yep. do the three-cone shuffle, uh, the three-cone shuttle. So we're going to just cho- show these kids how to do it the right way and and come out and have, have a good time. And, you know, for the kids that might be might be some kids that are, are, are being bullied that, you know, we'll be able to reach those kids as well and put them in the program and be able to do nice things for those kids. So everything I do, man, is going back uh, to our foundation, uh, the Griffin Gibbs Foundation as well. Tracy, Lining, Greg, you know, they're, they're big behind this as well. So I'm excited. That's awesome, man.
1: Man, man. And we're, and we're all right. Hold on, real quick. We got to take a quick one on the network. We're back in three on sports map radio. All right, go ahead. Just wanted to break real quick on the network.
3: So, uh, you know, bro, I'm gonna get there, I'll be there right on time, but then I'm <laughs> at to I gotta sneak out about nine: thirty because I gotta get back to do the show. Oh I'm there from, from eight to nine:
8: thirty. Oh man, just let me know, man. Just let me know what kind of bourbon you like. Uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> I'll make sure I get you some tri-chip sliders. There we wow. go.
3: There we go. We're gonna have you a grill have
8: there. We got. A, we have wine. We got brew. I think. Uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, the name of the brew that's going to be out there, but it's a brewery that we're working in contact with. Hidden Steel was going to be the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're out there in Hershey, PA. Uh, so they're they're going to provide the bur- the bourbon for us as well. So nice. I- I'm excited, man. I- from Vegas to PA. Yep. <laughs> you now you're combining
2: uh, like, bourbon and golf apparel. I'm in. Really. <laughs> There you and go. A- and a-, a-, a time.
1: And tips, man. <laughs> That's right. right. There you go. There you go. I tips. got my clubs too. I
8: got my golf, I got my golf clubs too, man.
1: There now, you go. What do we know about that course? What, what Nothing. do you mean? <laughs> okay. I <laughs> <laughs> no, just didn't know like is it a hard course or you know is there is Oh no, no, we're we're possible? just cooking it. Uh, Boston no. Scott is a, a apparel. uh Well, I thought shop. it was at, I thought it was at the spot up there. And no, no,
2: no! It's no. it's going to be at their headquarters. they okay, loc- okay. They have okay. a retail li- location that they just built like last year.
8: Yeah, so I'm yeah. I'm excited to you know meet them. Obviously, to you know partner up with them. They got some really good stuff I see online. Uh, I know they got some ambassadors, some guys that's actually on tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Steven I- Munoz is one of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's I'm uh,
8: here. So I'm I'm excited, man. Who who would have thought, man? I go from playing football to flipping tri tip and 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 playing right. golf.
3: You, no, got, you know, cool. not not the dump truck, Boston Scott. No,
1: no that's no.
8: what I always think of. No, 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 no. That's what somebody <laughs> tweeted out. There was like, "Oh my God, is Boston Scott's going to be there." I was like, "No, he's not going to be there."
2: Scott Pierce, <laughs> Scott Piercy, is the other guy that they rep.
8: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they're tuning it up this weekend. I think it's a tournament that they're tuning it up this weekend.
2: Yeah, they're up in New Jersey. Yeah, right now. Yeah.
8: Mm-hmm. So it should be yeah. good. It's going to be good. It's going down. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait, baby! Grillin' McMillan, Camp Twenty Nine. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go!
3: <laughs> I'm out of kids duck walking and everything else, bro. Yeah, I, I got um,
8: uh, I, th- I I got invited hey. too for I think the I think it's called Sauterton High School. Soderton, yeah. yeah. They yeah. play their big game is Friday night uh, next week. Uh, I guess they got a new stadium. You know, right. they play a rival, a uh, rival. So I'll be doing the coin toss. Oh yeah, uh, for that on Friday, and I, you know, I'll probably. I, every time I get around football, man, I you know, people are like, Hey, you don't have to stay. I'm like, no, I, I like high school football. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> There's I'm nothing a- like high school football, man, with the band and you know, seeing these kids just get after it, you know, because they're trying to get to college, you know, they don't yeah. have time to sit back like uh Barrett said, Kakai, Kiki, and eating sunflower seeds. <laughs>
2: well, that that's right near where you're doing your camp. Southerton's yeah. not far away from
8: there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be all over, man. I was going to say, how
1: do you have time for us? You're doing so many different (laughs) things,
8: Mark. I always make time for my guys, man. Come on, man. You guys make time for me, man. I always make time for
1: people that look out for me. All right. Well, we're going to hold you to that. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. We don't, we don't have many people that say that about this show. <laughs> that, that,
2: that is true. <laughs> well, you
1: know, that they ain't real, they ain't real people, man. They uh, say it
2: about Barrett, though, but they right. don't say it about the whole show.
1: That's true. So yeah. you, you're one of the few that actually – and look, you could be lying and we wouldn't call you on it because it helps us
4: anyway. <laughs>
8: <laughs> That's one thing I ain't going to do. I ain't going to lie about my guys, man. You know, right. uh, I'm a loyal teammate, man. Through and through. So, guys that I went to war with and went to the, you know, in the trenches, uh, I, I never tried to big time anybody, man. So, you know, Barry's always man. been, always been, always been there, man. Whether you won a Super Bowl or you didn't win a Super Bowl, you know, he, he's always been, you know, 100 with me, you know, and uh, no when I asked you. him to, for an event, like I said, last event I had, he showed up before me and filled in. So, he had my back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I'm curious because we just came off a ridiculous preseason game and, and starters didn't play and do you have a, a moment that you can recall maybe not even on the eagles but just just a crazy weird like the, the preseason is always looked at from veterans we hear it all the time from barrett like oh man i gotta go through this again and everything yeah. like that <laughs> so i i don't know like was what what was your what was like the go-to preseason story or, or maybe it was somebody doing something as as a rookie didn't know or maybe by the time you were a seasoned vet in the league it was a trick or maybe there was a guy you played with who always had a back injury right at this time of the year and <laughs> came out and played fire i'm just i'm curious because barrett talks a lot about the preseason so i just wanted to get just a thought or two but from you personally about it uh, preseason
8: i you know i was always on the chopping block you know especially if you, you, had had me, you, me, huh? you know every year they brought in you know a second round pick cornerback a first round pick cornerback uh, you know, and I, I, you know, Ray Rose to Cotite, I was like, you guys are wasting your money on these picks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I know Eric's not going anywhere. Uh, so, you know, every year I knew I was on the chopping block. So I, I just always took uh, every time, every opportunity I had on the field, even in preseason. You know, uh, you know, even as a veteran, you know, I always made sure to look, uh, you know, get on the sideline and help these guys out when they come off the field. You know, just try to give them some some pointers. You know, because you're only good as your weakest link. So you know, we wanted everybody to, you know, step up their game. And you know, like I said, Eric Allen, to you know Byron Evans, the Seth Joiner. You know, those guys took me under their wings and you know saw something in me that you know I was probably a little skeptical of myself, especially playing in Philadelphia, and you know being being one of the last coming down to the last you know cutting day was me, and I was like, man, Eric is just holding out, and he's like, well, you know, when Eric comes back you're going to be the odd man out. So every time I stepped on the practice field, you know, you can ask Fred Varnett, man, we were literally fighting, throwing blows at Westchester every practice, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I was fighting for my life. And, you know, when Eric signed his deal, you know, it was like walking the mile, going to my locker. I was like, man, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a nice, nice lockers now. There was that little cardboard name in the, in the, uh, right. In the right.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Westchester
8: <laughs> it, was
3: the worst. Playing that yeah. shit, man. You remember how hot it was and down yeah. and it's like, you know, that you could you could cut the humidity with a fork, I mean a knife, man. It was just so, it's like you know you just couldn't get it off you, man. Yeah. It was just like on you, you couldn't get it off you. Yeah, it was one of the, I mean that was it was, you know, the wonder worst place, man. Then you had to walk down that hill from yeah, of yeah. walk down. but then after practice you got to walk up the hill, yeah, yeah, back, man. It was a uh, it was yeah. horrible,
8: man. And then those dorm rooms. Obviously, I, I can sleep anywhere because I was only five seven. You know, okay. for the linemen, I was like, "How are these guys sleeping?" You know, in-? I wasn't
3: fitting anywhere.
8: <laughs> it was yeah, horrible. How are these guys man. sleeping in, in, the, in the bed. So, you know, as, as training camp went on, man, it's uh, you know, it, like I say, it's a different ball game. It's a different breed. We just gotta adapt to it. Um, you know, people say when older guys get on radios, it's like, "Oh, you guys are bitter."
3: Right. Oh, right. Bitter. Like <laughs> it, it,
8: it, We're not bitter. You know, you gonna what are you gonna say to Mike Tyson? You know, if he calls out a boxer, you gonna call Mike Tyson bitter? Right. Right.
1: <laughs> no, nope, not to his face. <laughs> yeah. What what happened in '97? I'm curious, man. I was looking up something different for you, and and I I got caught in a Mark McMillan rabbit hole. In 1997, you were on the Chiefs. Yeah, you led the league as as only starting two games that year. You played in all 16. You only started two. You led the league in interception receiving yards. You had one less than league leader Ryan McNeil with eight, and you had three touchdowns that year, which tied the league alongside old Otis Smith. How did you dominate (laughs) like that without even starting?
8: Um, You know, that was one of the selling points when I went to uh, Kansas City, Marty Schottenheimer and, uh, you know, Mr. Hunt. And, you know, they say, hey, I know you're going to, you know, it was St. Louis and Kansas City, and Bud Carson was there in St. Louis. Uh, along with Peter Junta, who's our coaches in Philly. And they knew I was going there, you know, that next day on a Saturday. And Marty's like, you're not going on that plane. I was like, well, I already got my ticket. So we're going to pay you like a starter. Could we plan on playing you like 95 to 97% of the time? You know, we had Daryl Carter uh, and James Hasey on the other side. And, you know, then, you know, a lot of teams start implementing a lot of passing uh, into the National Football League. So I played a lot and you know i had a lot of opportunities to uh you know make some plays and you know i made the best of my situation and you know obviously i I always had that chip on my shoulder even when i came back to philly you know i know the people were booing they're like oh and it was i i just wanted to win the game so bad and you know marty you know on the sidelines like you just got to calm down because i was out there (laughs) trying to hit everything and you know deuce was running wild on us and you know i was making a couple of mistakes and Once I calmed down and, you obviously, you know, Irvin Fryer, I think, and Rodney Peake was the quarterback. And, you know, they just went to the well one time too often. And, you know, ball game. Got him. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that that was a great year for us. Uh, You know, obviously playing with Derek Thomas. uh, Rick Rick Gannon was our quarterback. Andre Ryzen, You know, we had a lot of good players on that team. Uh, We just ran up against a really powerful uh, Denver Bronco team in the playoffs uh, that knocked us off.
3: Yeah, that I was know, the L. Really, yeah, they TV. were really, really good though. You yeah, yeah. Were good. They were really, really good. Yeah, yeah I mean, you the really whole game, power. man. Derek Thomas was. I yeah. had never seen a guy that fast, man, come off the ball, man. He was he was amazing, man. I'm glad he wasn't on my side, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, man, I mean he was just his yeah. jump, man. He it's like he was in the quarterback's head.
8: Yeah, he was know. uh, you know, some of the time, you know, obviously, you know, Derek Thomas was one of the best to play the game and You know, even in the film room, you know, we had to rewind some of the some of the plays because some of the positions that he was in, he he was almost ground level. You know, (laughs) with with some some of the moves and we were like, man, this dude is like amazing. And, you know, before every game, he always told our defensive backs he's like he said, how much time you guys need? We're like, you know, if you can get back there in a second, he's like, I can get there half a second. <laughs> and you know and third down in kansas city everybody knew obviously his third and long foundation is still going when third down came in kansas city and arrowhead everybody in that stadium knew if Derek had coverage Derek ain't covering Derek is rushing the quarterback right. and you know and nine times out of ten he's going to get pressure on the quarterback and force him to a bad throw and obviously you know that year i was i was in great position man to make a lot of plays and uh, I know Philadelphia fans are like, Oh, great, we 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 don't sign him back, and he goes and leaves right. the National Football League in interceptions, <laughs>
1: right? Right, was that? Well, look, was that go ahead, Dave. no, I was gonna say Eagles didn't have a DT, no, so that's your response,
8: <laughs> yeah, was, yeah.
2: <laughs> was Arrowhead was that place louder than playing in the vet back in the day?
8: Uh, you know, back in the vet, man, it was, I, I would say, I think playing against the Cowboys. Uh, I, I, I know playing in, uh, in Detroit when I, I still remember Lomas Brown making that prediction, you know, when they came in the vet, you know, talking all that trash.
2: Oh yeah. But, the, but that
8: game, we're going to win. It's how much we're yeah, yeah. going to win by. <laughs> right. Yeah. That we game was, you. that they, game was extremely loud. Um, it was really cold. Um, but You guys but, hung
2: over fifty on him that day, didn't you? I think Rob we hung like almost thirty. I yeah. think we no,
8: almost hung thirty in, in the first half. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Rob <laughs> Carpenter at the end of the, in, in the
3: half.
8: Yeah, yeah. Every everything was clicking, man. The offense was clicking, uh, our defense was clicking, and Ray Rose, man, like you said, man, he talked to us like he was he was on the street, mm. and you know we we he said, man, these guys are coming here talking trash, talking about they're gonna punch you in the mouth, and Lomas was talking trash and. You know, we just played with that chip on our shoulder, man. We didn't have guys that was first-round picks on our defense yeah. side of the ball. We had guys, you know, Mike Zordich, you know, from the Cardinals. Greg, Greg Jefferson. Jack, yeah, 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 Greg Jackson. <laughs> Greg Jackson. Guys. Yeah, we had guys, you know, that was driving UPS trucks. Right.
3: Uh, 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 what was his name? Um, Kevin uh, Johnson. Johnson, yeah, Yeah, yeah. he was driving that.
8: And Kevin Johnson went and got from a liquor store in L.A. And and Barry Wilburn, Barry Wilburn, they wouldn't have got him out of the crack house. Right, that's right. (laughs) You know, you know, know, Barry Wilburn was a guy that was a really good player, won the Super Bowl with the Washington Redskins, amazing Mm -hmm. athlete. Right. You know, he could have just stayed on the straight and narrow. Man, he was a really uh, talented player. But you know, we just played with a chip on our shoulder, and the vet was was loud. You know, when you when you came into the vet, obviously, you know, we had a home-field advantage with the uh, the Phillies playing there, you know, from first base to second base to home plate. Uh, but, you know, I think that game, uh, I know the game on Monday nights of playing against the Cowboys was, like, really loud, uh, you know, when they gave him what, like four or five extra plays. Yeah, uh, down. Yeah, they gave like, nine. You know, Barry Switzer thought we were some punks. Right. And, you know, we smacked the them in the mouth. Play. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to run the exact same play.
8: Yeah, we're tough. On, like, man. okay, okay.
3: Well, everybody was saying, you know, that Detroit game, man, you know, every time I talk to you guys, man, and when we were in those games, they're like, Oh man, we was having so much fun, man. And that's the best game. I'm like, look, I don't know what you guys talk about. Cause me, I was out there fighting, man. It was it was me against Robert Porsche. And he was coming, bro.
4: Yeah, you know, what I'm saying
3: I'm out there fighting for my life. Everybody else, ha ha, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm battling out there, man. He trying to get me, dog. He, oh my goodness, bro. It was.
8: They had they had some tough. guys on their defense. Like they would not know. they didn't have no slouches. They right. they They were scoring like forty something points a game on uh, offense. Yep, yeah. they,
3: they had you know, Perryman. They had, yeah, that uh, that uh, uh, they had Perryman. They had uh, Rob Moore. They had Rob
8: they had Moore. Moore, Barry
3: Sand, Herman Moore, Herman Moore, Herman Moore. Barry Sanders
1: was on the squad. Yeah. Uh, Barry, of course, who, was the other, who was the other receiver? Um, More, Johnny Morton. Johnny Morton. Johnny Morton.
8: Yeah. Oh, we baptized them all. We yeah. baptized all of them. <laughs> so we baptized all. And I think Johnny was a young guy, and, you know, he just couldn't get anything going. And, I was, you know, I was a I was a veteran at that time. I was like, there's no way. You know, we knocked uh, Perryman out of the game in the first, first quarter.
3: That's right. That's right. You know, That's right. We,
8: we, we knocked him out in the first quarter and the way we had their defense designed, a lot of people didn't know it. You know, we rolled a lot of our coverage over to Bobby Taylor uh, and had Greg Jackson over the top. Uh, obviously he was young and, you know, I was one-on-one a hundred percent of the time of the game uh, locked up on, uh, you know, Morton and and Perryman. And if you look at the game, they were throwing in my side a lot because they figured it out like, well, this one-on-one, we're going to take our chances. But you know, obviously, I don't think he caught a pass that game until he stepped got up. Mm. Yeah.
3: Stepped, stepped up. Your on, baby. On. Yeah. Stepped up.
8: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, our squad I mean, look at our squad.
3: I mean, rest rushing the past, we had Chelinsky, we had Daniel Stubbs. Yeah. Andy uh, Harmon. Andy Harmon. Andy Harmon. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, we
8: we we had some players. Fuller was out there. William was out there. Willie T. Willie T was living up the corner.
3: Yep. Well, I'm the he said, "I'm the best." He said, "I'm the best cover guy on the team, not the best cover line. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, I'm the right. best cover guy on the team. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that was his claim to fame. He would go out and man, I'm I'm leading I'm lead the team in interceptions. I'm the he, best. Cover and on that, the used to,
8: team. that used to really piss me off. <laughs> I, I'm like I, I'm a defensive back, and Willie T is leading our team in ints. But you know, I, the way our defense was set up, you know, um, I didn't get a lot of chances to get interceptions, um, but." It is what it is, man. I, I, those, those are some good times. And, um, you know, I wish the vet would have never crashed. I know, you know, right. with, with things down, you know, the, the link just doesn't have that home field advantage mm. feel to it. When you go to a game, it's like when it's third down and it's grimy, you can hear the crowd roaring. But, you know, when you're in a vet, you can feel it. Right. You know, so the least you can hear it in the vet, and vet you, can, you can feel it. Especially and, that uh,
2: last game at the vet was awful against Tampa Bay. That was that awful playoff loss. Uh, that was the last football game in there.
3: Yeah, Jeez. I talk. Yeah, I talked to Rondé all the time about that. Rondé tells me, yeah. "Yeah, man, I had to close the vet on you, all, man. I closed the door. <laughs> like, Come on, man. Come on, man." But I mean, there's nothing like the vet, man. The vet was one of those places that when we were out there, bro, it was crazy, man. Because I can remember after a game, I'm signing autographs for this little girl, and they, you know, we had gotten cheesesteaks. They gave us cheesesteaks after the game.
8: I never got a cheesesteak. You you must you must have had a really good game. You got a cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: they had it, they had it in the Wise lounge. So I went to the Wise lounge and got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got in the wise. So I am I'm, I'm I'm eating my cheesesteak and it's late. I mean, this girl comes up. Can you sign this? You know, so look, I said, Oh, no problem. So I I, I took my cheesecake and I sat on the round because it was, it was wrapped in um it was wrapped in foil. So I sat mm-hmm. it right there on the on the edge of the curb. And I, I'm signing for it. And I look over. And two big rats. These rats were huge, piled oh wow. up this big. They're like they walk over and they <laughs> and they grab it and they're carrying both of them. Like they were like um, like helping each other. They're carrying a the cheese stick. I'm looking, this like whoa, wow. I, I, like, oh. I Said yo, like this is ah, and they turned around and like made a noise, looked at me, and looked and turned back around and picked the cheese stick up and they went on about
8: their business. They took the cheesesteak, bro. Yeah, it was some that big was rats you, it, was some, huh? it was some real big rats right. in, in that in that uh, in the bottom of the vet. But uh, when yeah, did man. rats start cooperating like that to take a cheesesteak, bro? Hey man, they, they were all cooperated. They got to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rats got to eat, baby. That's right, right. Eat. <laughs> they,
2: they were like, "You're you're big enough. We we need this cheesesteak. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
8: You can get enough. dare
3: you to try to take it. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. you got the little girls like." I and mean, then a little girl scream ah, look at look. I'm like, oh, oh, you know, caught me by surprise, also. Wow. Yeah, wow. man. But they two rats, you know, they cooperated with each other, you know what I'm saying? Almost like ratatouille or something. And, ratatouille. And, and walked away with it. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah. You could make this stuff up, but you know, if you know, if, if you tried, man. And,
8: and Gruden used to sleep in the in the vet. Like he's asleep down there. It's like, dude, how are you? How are you sleeping with these rats? He's like, I tell you, I you what,
2: me. man, I used to sleep with them rats down the basement of the vet, man.
8: I <laughs> can hear Aton doing the invitation right now.
2: That was good. That was good, Harry. That was good, that's man, man. right? Hey, Aton does it even
1: better. I tell you what, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that—that's what's ruined me with this whole Siriati stuff. I know, like, I know. It's just platitude after platitude, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, all right, it's—it's it's great now in the preseason because. Unlike regular teams, this Eagles team, like 80% of the people are, are trying to make and stay alive in this yeah. league and, and yeah. keep there, including veterans here. So yeah. really who, who's going to call out Nick Sirianni, Jason Kelsey, who's probably going to be retired next year. Yeah. Jalen hurts who, who was told by the same guy. He's not even the starting quarterback until he has to prove it. Brandon Graham who's probably going to be gone in a year. Fletcher Cox, who could be traded. Darius Slay. I mean, who's going to call this out guy out anyway? Nobody is because they're so afraid they're are they going to lose their job or be traded?
8: Yeah, yeah. It is what it on is, the block. What yeah, you know. you you're right about that. You know, especially with the price tag that these older guys hold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if things don't go well, those guys are going to be their names are going to start coming up. You know, mid season right. about being traded, and you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, you know, we've we went young, so we've yeah. got to we've got to go with it. You know, if yeah. you, you got to make a commitment. If you're going to commit to go young, you just got to ride it out and, and and hope your draft picks uh, fare out well. Um, you look at, uh, you know, what the Washington football team has done. They went young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just – they're starting to reap some of the fruits of their draft picks. And, you know, those guys are freaking getting after it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's a scary team to me, man, especially on that defensive side of the ball. Those guys freaking get after it.
3: Front four, all first yeah.
8: round. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, you know, from Ohio State to Alabama. Like, Alabama they, got the best. Yeah. they got the best of the best. And, you know, those guys are are, are starting to jail at the right time. And, you know, obviously, you know, they got some veterans uh, in the secondary. Collins is supposed to come back. Uh, a young guy that I've watched uh, through high school all the way through Arkansas, Cam Curl, um, who had a big time season last year. A lot of teams passed up on him. And all he did was step in for Landon Collins and, uh, you know, was all rookie. Mm-hmm. and you know that's just he's back guys. though
2: yeah yeah Collins is back, Collins man, back
8: yeah yeah Collins is back so it, it's going to be uh pretty interesting to see how this thing plans out um you know you don't know what's going on Dax getting what another M.I.R. you know right. is that is that promising you know why are you getting another mri you know yeah. if, uh, you know, it's
2: yeah. a shoulder this time it's not even the uh the ankle
3: injury right. right yeah well like i said man it's all up in the air i can't wait to get back to the regular season, where I 23 days water.
2: away, Barrett. 23 is and after last enough. night, that's a long 23 yeah. days. <laughs> that's, you know? that's a long, that's four, a
8: long I'm not three, talking three. about the Phillies. Hey, man. but we got hey, in, exactly six days, right. in six days, we got bourbon and barbecue. That's right. We go. we got, <laughs> in six days, we got bourbon and barbecue, baby. <laughs> hey, one more thing go.
3: for me, one more thing for me, uh, Mac. How are you feeling about you know, about this third game? You know, because usually the third game, when we had a fourth game, the third game was when the veterans will play at least the first half and yeah. at least once one um one series into the to the third. How would you feel if, if you know with, with it being, you know, 10, 10 or so days before the next time the Eagles play and it'll be the regular season about the starters just getting you know one series or two series instead of playing the whole half, considering the fact they're gonna have that much time that they could get healthy going into um to the beginning of the season. They need they some need type least, of reps together. I mean, yeah, they,
8: they, need, need, they need at least a, a quarter. Exactly. You know, <laughs> th- those guys need at least a quarter. You don't want to go into preseason, especially after this. It's a big setback. You know, as a, as a defensive unit, I guarantee you, if we had that kind of performance, uh, you know, from Seth to, you know, Andre Waters, there's no way we're going in that third game. It's like, okay, we're going to play a series. And we get No. We're going to iron this thing out. Right. Uh, that's, what
3: they, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They would yeah. take it upon themselves. Right. Like, no, nah, it's not happening like this. No yeah. Point. Yeah. We, right. We're
8: going to iron this thing no, out. Gonna... Uh, you know, we're going to get it right. If it takes us a quarter, if it takes us two quarters, you know, we, we got to iron this thing out. Uh, but you just can't say like, okay, well, the starters was out. Week one, we're just going to be a lot better. Not if you didn't iron things out. Right. right. You know, the practice is good. These squad scrimmages and everybody's hyped about that. That's what it is. squad practice. You know, it, it's practice. When you line it up, uh, you know your name get called. You it through that tunnel, it's real. Especially with these guys trying to make the ball club. up. Right. You know, know. I'm not trying to be your friend, like no. you, you know. We could be friends after the <laughs> final, right. after the fight. And When everything is said, the 53 is, is on the roster. Exactly right. We good. When right you right now, no, I got the family to feed. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't got no homies. We good. <laughs> I got a little girl to look after. Yeah, he <laughs> close, <laughs> <laughs> bro. on here, Jeez.
3: yes, sir. Man. But that means it's just the nature of the beast, man. You got to go out there and play. And at this point, I Nick has got to make sure he takes the reins and, and 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 what's what's what is it, Harry? What do you call it? Take command. Take command of yeah. the yeah. team. Got to yeah. take command of the team.
8: And that, does he have that? You know, does, does he have that? This is a great opportunity for him. You know, especially after a loss like that. Mm-hmm. to go in and rip these guys right, right. And, and, get, and get that respect and get that command some guys might be like ah oh, you know but those are the guys i don't want them on my squad uh, you know, i'm gonna uh, I'm uh, rip, in, yeah. rip into you guys if you're not buying into it right and and if you're okay with going out there and getting getting a goose egg put up on you then you're not buying into what we're trying to do there mm-hmm. and th- those are the guys i want to be able to buy in and the veteran guys need to step up in front of the meeting room as well and hold everybody accountable, including including themselves. You know, for, for right. a veteran guy, you know, you should be coaching up those guys and and encouraging those guys, you know, guys coming off the field. There's they're laughing. Like, dude, you're getting behind uh-huh, like, Kikian. Yeah, they're, they're, I hate to lose. I don't care if it was preseason, man. I just hated to lose. I hated for a guy to catch a ball on me. Um I, it's just not it's just not a good feeling, and you just gotta compete like that. You look at I Giannis, agree. the way he plays the game in Milwaukee. Right. A lot of guys don't like Giannis. He ain't shaking nobody's hand after the game. Uh he's not trying to be friends with those guys, he's trying to rip those guys hard out, and it shows in the game he is not smiling the whole game. Mm-hmm. You no, know? he's going hundred miles an hour.
1: No, I mean that's and that's what here you're always going to get right now. I wonder, just going back to, to Harry's question about arrowhead versus the vet. Uh, have you or a team that you played on ever been booed as loud as whatever was the case? Maybe not for you, Mark. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was somebody else, right? Maybe it was just like a, a rare miss come up off a block from Seth. Don't tell Seth Jordan I said that, Barrett Brooks, all right? But like <laughs> something else like that. And then all of a sudden it's like now you played on some on legit team, so I don't know how much booing actually came down, but uh, that would be the question to where I, I imagine that, yes, from as far as it being loud, there are other stadiums who have claimed to be as, if not louder, but I doubt that that the Arrowhead faithful would ever be as loud in showing their disappointment as Eagles fans would be. Not that that's a badge of honor or anything. It's just a reality, I guess.
8: Yeah, I, you know, we even when we had a couple of, you know, maybe a bad series or something in Arrowhead, we never got booed. Uh, but in, in Philadelphia... <laughs> In Philadelphia they didn't care who you were from Randall Cunningham to Eric Allen if you' stinking it up they're gonna let you know about it and uh, you know the, the boobirds you know as a, we, we knew they were coming and you know you, you know you got to uh you know step up in Philadelphia it didn't matter who you were from a starter to a bench guy and when those when those boobirds came out in Philly it wasn't just it wasn't just the old guys you can look in the stands and see little kids like nine ten years old you know, being groomed already to be bird fans to, uh, and booing people. But
1: wait a second, let's not, let, let's not forget. You played on some pretty, not bad, but you played with co-tight or for Coltite. Coach no, play for
8: was, I, I played for Bud Carson. Let's get that correct. Wait, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, we
1: did. Yes, we did. Coach Carson was your coach. Which tight yeah, yeah. <laughs> happened to be the guy overseeing everything there. Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, man, maybe that was it. Maybe it was just like all of that vitriol and hate was just directed easily to coach time. And you guys were like, hey, man, that's fine. Let, let, coach got it. He's got this one. Oh,
8: oh, definitely. You know, some of the play calling, um, plays that he was calling.
1: Yes, sir. And, you
8: know, as, as a defensive unit, you know, our our it was our our unit, man. We stayed on one side of the field, and the offense stayed on their side of the field. And we never really got caught up in what the offense was doing. We always went into the game. is like we're going to win the game on defense. If they don't score, they don't win. And that was our mentality. And, you know, when when it was three and out, you know, you could talk to Seth. He, you know, he mf Mr. Cunningham a lot, you know, coming off the field. And, you know, he was not, you know, he didn't hold any punches, you know, from Byron Evans. You know, those guys really got into the offense when they got off the field just going three and out. But, you know, we just went out there and, you know, hit guys in the mouth. You know, as a defense, we loved being on that field. And, you know, the fans really rallied behind us. And you know when you got Seth Joiner, when you got Wes Hopkins, and you got Dirty Waters Ooh. having your back, man, that mm. was that was some of the best times I had in that secondary. And Eric Allen doing his thing over there, and uh, you know we had we had train killers. And I really believe that's why uh, some of those guys are not in the Hall of Fame now because a lot of people really didn't like the way we played the game, mm. and the writers definitely didn't. You know, he wasn't Andre Waters; he was Dirty Waters, right. right. And, you know, uh, from Seth Joyner, a lot of people didn't like the way he played the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, his name comes up. You look at what Randall Cunningham uh, has done. They say, well, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Warren Moon didn't win a Super Bowl either. Right. You know, so, you know. Uh, or you know, or, or Marino. Or, or Dan Marino. So, yeah. you know, people really didn't like Philadelphia in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And, you know, it shows every year. And uh, I tweeted out the other day, how in the heck is Eric Allen not in the Hall of Fame? Right.
2: Amazing. Yeah, make I, I a big just, case I, for amazed. Seth too.
8: Yep. Yeah. I just, yeah. but you know you know Seth ain't gonna bite no bullet. You know nope. he, he, you know he, he going out like T L. He gonna stay who he is.
1: <laughs> we got a break real quick. Uh, Mark, can you hang with us for another minute or two? You got a jet. We're only. Yeah, I got you. Okay. I got cool. you. We'll be back in three on Sports Map Radio. What All up, right.
8: Instagram Live, baby? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm rocking a pin football. Shirt. I know everybody see everybody's used to seeing me wearing Alabama. I'm going with Penn football for my guys, Rick over there. He's a wide receiver coach over at Penn. So okay yeah, get out of here. Yeah, well, yeah. That's my guys, man. You know, when I come in to town, I go, I go visit. That's a historical place, man. Oh, that's Franklin Field. Right, yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, right. man. That's well, speaking like, speaking of Alabama, though, Devontae Smith, obviously from Alabama. Do you have any kind of relationship with him? Did you uh you ever interact? Do you go back to Alabama at all? Periodic. I haven't been
8: back. I haven't been back in a while. We okay. planned on going back this year. I think it's uh, I think it's the LSU game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Gorilla McMillan is going on the road with our tailgate show, oh, tailgate nice. party. Nice. Uh, you know, we're trying to. Uh, you know, we're, we're uh, working on some sponsors to try. We got this trailer that uh, my partners uh, designed. Uh, so we're we're excited about that, man. So if we can, you know, raise enough money and get that trailer and get a sponsor, we will be traveling. To NFL stadiums and college stadiums with the Grilling McMillan experience. That's awesome.
3: It's nothing like tailgate, man. a college football, man, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. You know, you go to places like, you know, the Grove, man. <laughs> People no. understand what the Grove. is. Old Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah. Oh my God, we're talking oh, that's about that's
8: the biggest cocktail Acres. part. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's that's they they get it in in Ole Miss. Yeah, oh they yeah. Do. yeah oh,
5: they yeah. Do. yeah. You know, just <laughs> like you go to
3: LSU. LSU, go down. there. I go down every time I go to LSU and do a game. I have to go by, and I tailgate just so I can get some alligator, man. You know, it's, it's barbecue yeah, yeah, yeah. alligator.
1: Fried alligator?
3: Oh, barbecue.
1: barbecued
2: ed gator? Well, yeah, it's On a stick? Like you it's, just stick. it's
3: on it. It's rotisserie. Oh, okay. You have, like, four of them on there, and it just spins, and then you can just come up and cut you a piece off. Like, you just, you know, cut your piece off from ch- like chicken. <laughs> just cut it off.
8: Yeah, I, I don't personally have a relationship with uh, Devontae. Obviously, you know, I follow those guys on social media, they'll tweet back or they'll DM me mm-hmm. back, but I don't have like a personal relationship with those guys. Um, especially, you know, I don't, I don't like to bother those guys. And right. you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the young man. Seems and, like a great you know, kid. He's a great, good kid. And you can see the difference between him and regular, the way they can separate from receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh Last night on a couple of routes, the back shoulder throw, uh, obviously, you know, was, was a tough catch, but when they move him inside the slot, He's a different dude, and he's going to be a lot of – he's going to be trouble for guys for that nickel corner to be able to cover him in all that space. You know, a couple of times, you know, he put that foot in the ground, he's out. And, you know, once he gets his hands on the ball, he has a different gear. And you mm-hmm. can just see it just, like, smooth, but he's really moving. Right, right. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how he matures. We just got to just, just go with it. He's going to have some games that, you know, it's going to be some guys that's going to lock him up. And uh, you know, until he figures it out and figures out the the speed of the game. Um, but I, I don't have any doubt, man. It, that's a rare combination, uh, what you see. And you look at what Mac Jones is going what what yeah. he did last night, you like, no wonder nobody was able to stop these guys. Right. You know, <laughs> absolutely it was a right. offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot
2: so, going on. Uh some people on the stream want uh to know when the event is. It's next Thursday. Of course, you got the camp in the morning and then from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Boston Scott Retail location in Collegeville is the Grillin' McMillan Barbecue and Bourbon event. Ooh, there you go. Yeah,
8: <laughs> baby. I can't wait. I can't wait. And also, uh, my guys at Brokemire Barbecue, uh, one of my partners, uh, I think you, somebody got a care package. You know, All right. Example. Yeah. So they're, they're making my own sauce. I had a sauce before. Um, uh, but you know, COVID and I stopped making it, but right. they're making my sauce again. So they're going to have samples of my personal sauce. Oh, okay. That we're going to be displaying as well. So my seasonings is in the work as well. So that's a lot of things I got going on, man. You know, man, Bar- lot- Bar-
2: you're going to be hanging over, over with Mark a lot. I know you go to D guns to eat, but,
3: right.
8: You know. Oh I no, D, Gun- D guns gets it in. No, yeah, guns, yeah. Hey, <laughs> He yeah. to be going at it, man. If he ain't yeah. fishing, he grilling. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's it.
3: You know, what I'm saying two of my favorite pastimes: eating and fishing. <laughs> right. I do both very well. Right. Right. I need to get trained. I get paid for that because I've trained very hard for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see you. I
8: see you. I see you on the boat. I see you right. on the boat.
3: What Beautiful. I do
1: bro. <laughs>
4: oh,
1: <man. laughs> on that boat. Yep. Mark, we appreciate you, brother. This has been fantastic. Thank uh, you. I appreciate a lot, you guys bro. having me thanks
8: on Thanks a lot. Like I said, uh, I'll, I'll see you guys in uh in next six week. days, man. Yeah, yeah man. I'll see
1: you next week, bro. You guys. I appreciate thank it. You,
8: All All right, take awesome. care there. He I'm is Smelling in the house.
2: Mighty mouse.
3: Beautiful.
1: Just great grand, dude,
8: man. man.
3: Great yeah. dude. Great dude. Yeah. You know, and, he, and he was, you know, he was he was older than me, you know. He's been mm-hmm. he played with some great players. You know, I I got in at the tail end. Um, not even the tail end. I mean, uh, they had just let Seth go the year before I got there.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, he was
3: the last of the Mohegans of that, you know, that that stellar defense. Right. Um, no, Willie T was there also. Willie T also played with that defense. So um we're, we're talking about guys that you know a lot of those guys should be Hall of Famers, you know.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: From the late and great Jerome um Jerome Brown to uh, you know Willie T. I mean, he did some amazing things also. If if Willie T would have stayed. With the Eagles, and the Eagles were worth their salt back then. I mean, it could have been mm. it could have been a great, great, great career for him, but he left and then went to the place where you go to retire. He went to uh, the Raiders,
2: right? Uh, Joey <laughs> Joey B has an idea on the stream here, Aton, for oh. Halloween. Yeah, Aton needs to do the middle as Gruden on Halloween for the first half, and then <laughs> Mad Dog Russo, and for the second hour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be all that man yeah i don't
2: know that could you keep that up that. for an hour the mad yeah. dog russo that's no. hard to do it is hard to
1: do yeah and it's i was exhausting be. right all right <laughs> it's, it's a lot no man that was great from zangaro to mcmillan just trying to get an idea of what the hell happened last night and then also just great to talk with mark right yeah Absolutely. man all right let's get out of here we're back on the weekend or after the weekend right Yep. Anything else that we missed? Uh, you going know, to watch any football this weekend? Any more
2: preseason? Or are we done with preseason?
1: No, I have a five-leg parlay that is, <laughs> I need one to hit. So I'll watch this. Uh, two, Saturday's uh, slate of games or, or Saturday. Sunday? Uh, Saturday. Let me Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. I have to right. back in. It's um, – It's five legs. I hit four baseball last night. So I'm just on Seattle, Oakland, Arizona, and the over eight in the Brewers Cardinals game. So I need over 37 for Houston at Dallas. Okay. So if that hits, that's unfortunately the one game I think I have to watch.
2: Well, you need that quarterback from Stanford to have a good game. He looked pretty good last week, apparently.
1: Yeah, he did. did. The kid they drafted. By the way, um, you can still get them just under seven at six and a half. I would strongly suggest that because it's we're a week out from this game here but I would strongly suggest on Saturday the what would it be Saturday well it's week zero. 28th yeah so it's week zero really uh um, college yeah yeah Illinois is getting seven six and a half to seven against, against Nebraska Illinois I would take Illinois in the money line as well as take Illinois with the points but that mm. that's a mismatch number right there mm. so keep an eye on that all right. And Phillies,
2: right, tonight? Uh, San Diego. Taking on Ron Culver's San Diego Padres.
1: Everybody thinks, oh, that watch, they're going to sweep. Yeah, they should
2: sweep the Diamondbacks. They ain't
1: going to do anything. Yeah.
2: No, it's team this garbage. It's over. <laughs> yes, It's all over.
1: <laughs> all right, we appreciate you hanging. Have a great weekend. Enjoy everything going on here. It is the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page.